You are listening to Dad Bods Podcast. Enjoy and remember to always cash tickets. Cheers and happy March Madness weekend. It's upon us. This is episode 36 of the Dad Bods. Can we get that fancy CBS music? Cue, cue it. Oh, one shining moment. There's one shining moment. Sounded like oh. a seltzer. Big, big, big show today Huge. with uh, some great guests in part two. Um, we're we're going to break down the tournament. And... Mostly be part two. We'll, we'll bore you guys all this. You know, we'll, we'll skip over all the boring parts to get right to the meat. For sure. For sure. If this is your first time listening, I'm Punisher Picks. On the other side of the microphone is... Uh, the odds fellow. That's right. Find us on Twitter. Yeah. Check it out. We're here to talk sports, life, and, and the uh, pursuit seltzers. of happiness. Oh, I mean seltzers. Sorry. Same. What thing. are you drinking? So you showed me before we got on here, but what is it? What's the this is a what's non, the beverage? Non-alcoholic seltzer called Recess. Interesting. It's made of a calming hemp infused sparkling water. Is this is this like a what do you call it when you like a premeditated drink because you know we're having guns and vivo on you're expecting some fireworks it's yeah like it a, says a, a, a calming you know, for, since you're going to be hosting sort of the second part of this i'm going to do some moderation and it says calm yeah. cool and collected and when you're dealing with personalities like that you yeah. you need to remain you need to keep your composure you need to keep your composure <laughs> That's what, and what better it. and what better thing to do it with than a yeah. CBD seltzer named Reese? Yeah, and it's tough. I I wanted I drink a lot of water. I I yeah. care about fitness. Shout out the nation, Sharky Waters Nation. Deep fitness, stretch, fitness, deep stretches for life. But um, you know, so during the week I, I tend to be pretty good diet and, mm. and fitness wise. So I try not to drink too many nights of the week. But uh, you still want something, especially when I'm jamming with all you guys, right? So this is this oh. is good. No doubt. I really want what you have. I can't find it in the Northeast. I don't know why. Again on the, the peach tea uh, truly, and they are. So that was a variety I, pack? I, what, I what's your favorite? So peach, raspberry, strawberry. I don't know. Peach is really good. Just mainly because peach is phenomenal. Know, yeah. Is a, just a phenomenal iced tea. Yeah. Do you know that song, Peaches? Peaches, uh... peaches and <laughs> millions of peaches. Peaches for me, <laughs> yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. We've got brings me right wow. brings me right back to fifth grade. There you go. <laughs> uh, all right. So it is tourney time. So let's get to the the business. So the episode, yeah, is going to feature part two, a little bit of fun, a little bit of uh, four groups. You know, pun mm-hmm. and me, pun and odds, teen- teaming up to do one of the regions. But then we got a different capper on to break down each of the other three. Uh, Correct. Trick question. I don't know why they're regions because they're all in Indianapolis, but hey, you know, we'll have fun with it. I was uh, thinking, I was hoping, because I thought about that. Well, we should like, make everybody was... name their region, which we didn't tell them, Ooh. like on the spot. What's ours going to be? I don't know. We still have time to figure it out. So, shh. The seltzer. The, the uh, seltzers. Um, the dad bots. We'll think about it. We'll think. That's a good, uh, it should be the OSU region. We're the Midwest. So it could just be the, little home cooking you know, there for them. The Pokes region. Right. Poke and hope. 
So it's nice for that they even though they got a four seed, they got to play in the Midwest, which was nice. Yeah, that's good. They didn't didn't have to leave the Midwest. It's it's important that if they you, didn't have to travel much. If you can call Oklahoma the Midwest, I really yeah. don't know what it's considered, but um, I would yeah, throw it to the Midwest category. I think that's fair. Yeah, so we'll uh, go into about who has what region um, when they come. But this tournament is going to be freaking hard to pick, dude. And so I'm kind of excited to do it this way because we can have different people pick each region and then we're going to talk about, um, you know, the winners of each region and then kind of have a consensus championship game and a consensus champion, um, which could be interesting uh, depending on, you know, who, who gets through these regions. Right. Um, you know, the, the biggest one that to me that's up for grabs is – is the Michigan region. Yeah, just with the way they played down the stretch, right? Yeah. Yeah, they looked unbeatable until until the, the end of the season and then Livers goes out. Yeah. Um, and that, that really hurts him. I think Brooks is still a little injured from his ankle. Um, they're probably the team I watched the most this year other than Oklahoma State. So I'm very familiar with them. Um, and I was really high on them. So I got to get in my head and to think, do I think of Michigan – you know, early February, Michigan, or do I think of, you know, March, Michigan? I think that you have and to think March, right? You have to, to think about. of a, a team playing their best ball. You know, it's you almost like to. a, like a hockey comp, right? The hot goalie walking into the tourney. Like it's, it's about. Well, and that's kind of how I feel about Oklahoma state right now. They are hot. Yeah. I mean, I know they lost to Texas, but I mean, they didn't, Texas get, didn't die going into that championship. Yeah. They didn't get to play Kansas with COVID. Um, and Oklahoma obviously had to play West Virginia and Baylor. And, you know, Texas just got to play Texas Tech and then had a bye. So it was a complete mismatch as far as in that game. It probably was you. I think you've got a chance to get to the Sweet 16. Give Illinois a tough game, but we'll get into more of that later. Is there anybody for those guys? Is there anything that your team that you're you have your eyes on as someone that can make a run um, out of any of the brackets side that we have, other than the side that we are picking? I like the side that we're picking because I am high on Illinois, so I'm glad we ended up there and, and Oklahoma State. Yeah. Uh, the other right. team I think, and I'll I'll be interested to see what the guys think about it, is another ten or I guess it's a seven seed. Uh, mm-hmm. Is Oregon? up in the West, um, you know, disrespected conference. And I'm going to get into this a little bit on, we're going to do another episode uh, with the old man who bets on short-term, right? Uh, short-term high volatility investments, um, dual podcasting. But I, I think they're, I think they got hot mm-hmm. and, and healthy and were playing well down the stretch at the right time. They ended up tripping up much like Oklahoma state in the mm-hmm. uh, conference tournament. They lost a rival game to a, to a, you know, uh, they lost a semifinal a game to a team. rival, to a, a hot team, team. Yeah. that ended up winning yeah. the Pac-12 title. So I think you get the combination of the Pac-12 not getting respect and then not coming out of the conference tourney, which I could really care less about. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I, I think they're a stronger team. They did go 20 and six, right? Um, and and yeah. they have some studs and some scorers on that team. Now do, you know, if they get to the elite eight and run into Gonzaga, is it a lost cause anyway? Maybe, but it, that's a team I could see making a run that I'm interested to watch. Yep. Yeah, 
I think you're spot on. I think they were going to be a trendy pick. Yeah. Um, especially if they won. Right. Right. Even if they came out of that loss. Well, what did I tell you? I, mean, I think I, I heard it on, I don't know if it was Barstool or somebody tweeted it. I think I texted you when it came up. It was like six of the eight, six of the last eight NCAA champions did not win their conference tournament. So who yeah, cares? Yeah. So you're like, hey, if, if OSU loses, who cares? Yeah. You know, but yeah. Oregon lost, who cares? Let's roll back. Right. Baylor lost. Who cares? Yeah. I'm just excited to have this all back, though. Oh, my you, gosh. I, I, just... think, I don't think I realized because there was so much going on last year when this got canceled. Like, there was a, cancellations of other things. Like, you don't realize, like, how what this tournament – not having this tournament was like, you know? I missed it. I, yeah. I missed what do you it do? I think I realized. What's your plans for the weekend? How do you normally view it versus this year? So, you know, this year it's going to be on a Friday, Saturday, Sunday, Monday. Yeah. Right? Which I don't love. I, I, I like the Thursday. Friday. I love the Thursday yeah. slate. I love the third. So I usually um, play hooky Thursday, Friday. Right. Yeah, I'm usually and, at least Friday you know, if I can't get there. Yeah, I used to, I, I used to yeah. go over to buddies' houses and start drinking at 11 a.m. until, you know, midnight. But that's, you know, kids got in the way of that. So now I'm a stay at home work and watch it on, you know, three screens Yeah, um, and play hooky or, you know, maybe, maybe go up to the club and watch a couple games. Um, do they do anything big for it? They just have the, yeah, the they have a big, yeah, they have a big auction they're doing t- uh, tonight. Um, and then, you know, a bracket thing as well, but uh, nice. I don't, you know, Friday, I'm getting my second COVID shot at 11:30. Oh man, I've heard so, bad things about that oh, second so shot. So I'm like, you so better not screw yourself. I was like, oh, God. would it would rather have been a vasectomy than a COVID right, shot? Honestly, right. although I really want the shot, you know, for you know, for, for other, other reasons. reasons. But um, I don't know, dude. I, I think yeah, I'm gonna, gonna I'm gonna get that shot. I'm glad Oklahoma State plays at 8:30 or 5:30 my time. Yeah, so I was worried it was going to be an early game, and I was going to be missing it because of the, you know, going to I have to drive forty five minutes to get that shot. So I'll be watching that in the car while my wife drives. I'll be watching basketball. Nice on my phone or on my laptop in the car while she drives, and that's how I'm going to do the first. I'm sure round. she's. I'm sure she's pumped. She'll. Yeah, she doesn't. Right I don't even yeah. think she knows. I don't think no, she, she realizes. Yeah, but. I wouldn't even tell her. I would just. Just get in and then open the <laughs> laptop and see what happens. So it's lucky that this is a free weekend, though. No. Because it's spring break here um, this week, so there's no soccer this week, no soccer games this weekend. Well played. So thank you, NCAA. Yeah, you, you've like you <laughs> scheduled around me, and you I really cracked, you cracked the code. <laughs> you cracked the code, and I'm going to crack some seltzers. <laughs> there you go. Um, anything else we missed in sports before we kick it over to those guys? Anything else? A lot of NFL moves. A lot of NFL moves. A lot of free agency is burning. Trade talk is burning. Uh, most notable, you know, probably the Pats yeah. uh, making a making a big splash, a lot of spending. Um, no quarterback move yet. I think the other big call out that's interesting to still monitor is the Russell Wilson mm-hmm. saga. Uh, seems like the Bears made a move. Sw- swung and missed, but they made a move. So is that move a backup? Is Andy Dalton going to be a backup? He's not going to be their starter. Would you used to combine Mitch then, I guess? You'd roll the dice again? I don't know the contract situation for Mitch. So what's the deal with Russ? So Russ, they they weren't into that offer, at least the Chicago offer. They haven't said that they're going to move him yet. 
So Russ is still just hanging out. Hanging out. Hanging out. But, um, what about Deshaun? I haven't followed. I, I'm going to be. Apparently the Texans are not taking calls. So they're ba- they're they're at a stalemate. They're yeah, basically which is going to end poorly when he holds out. Yeah, it's going to look bad. The Cardinals are making moves. I see they they're saying they, well, they signed AJ, AJ Green. Right? Oh, yeah. really? Wow. AJ Green today. Um, Wait, and I wanna... so that receiving corpse is now Larry Fitzgerald, AJ, AJ Green, Green, and then all the young kids: Hopkins, DeAndre Hopkins, and Kirk, uh, Christian, Christian Kirk. Kirk, and then the little uh, slot guy. Wow. Yeah, I mean, they're – and they just signed Matt Prater, which is a huge signing as well at kicker. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's going to put them over the top for sure. They should um, probably – you know, Cowboys cut a punter. They can go get him. <laughs> but, dude, um, the A.J. Green signing was weird. All right. Yeah, well, I didn't expect that. But how many, how many seasons did A.J. Green play in Cincinnati? A lot. More yes. than you'd probably think, right? Yes. Eight. Ten. Damn, he's old. And it feels like longer, doesn't it? Yeah, I, 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 I would have been. When it, when it, when it flashed across, when it crashed, flashed across the stream, you know, he said, "Thanks for the ten years in Cincinnati." He wrote him a letter, and I'm wow. like, God, I feel like he's been there for twenty years. Yeah, he has to feel like he's been there forever too. Uh, how many? He's how many, been a how good many guy full, for how them. many full seasons did he play? The last three or four? Jeez, not very many, but right man, when he was right. He was good. Yeah. He was really, really good. So that is a good. Um, if anything, it's another good veteran. Yeah, they're, they're, they're building they're putting, some veteran yeah. leadership around a young, a very young team and a young coach, which I think that's another point to think about the veteran leadership on the field when you have a younger coach who might not have necessarily the pull in the locker room. You mean one who looked clueless in late in games last year? That, like yeah. that one? One who looked really attractively clueless. Um, he's got a great house too. I don't know if you've seen this house. Yes. Oh yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't know about the AJ Green one. That's interesting. I mean, I'm I'm excited to see the rest of it unfold because I think there's still moves to to be had. There's still a couple. Yeah. There's definitely. Drop. I mean, these, there's still some quarterback pieces to fall, and I and I hope those guys get out. I think Houston is doing a disservice with with Watson, but I I just don't know why you wouldn't try to rebuild. I don't know why he resigned. That was his fault. I mean, why did he resign there? I mean, you get the, mo- it was you get the money. Court. You get the money. Yeah, but he could have gotten that. Somebody else would have paid him. Yeah. Yeah. I don't. I don't disagree. I mean, and now the problem is on the Houston side. Like, they had Deshaun Watson last year, and what they go four and um, four and twelve, five and eleven. Like, yeah, yeah. And it's the year ta- before it's, that, it's other. They, it's other talent. That's the issue. Was it the year before that they almost beat the Chiefs? Yeah, they were up. They they won. They beat the Bills. The Bills collapsed in the first round, wild card weekend, and then they were up twenty four three or something absurd mm-hmm. against the Chiefs early on. So. so NFL news: a lot of trades, a lot of free agent signings. Really, not trades, I guess. More free agency stuff. Movement. Yeah. Um, and then the NBA started back up, and it, like you said, and like we talked with uh, Gilles uh, Gallant. I mean. Some of those bad teams are starting to show they're bad. Yeah, you're seeing either guys not show up uh, or showing up rather on the injury reports more often, not getting played, they're mm-hmm. getting shelved, and then just collapses and, and melts. You know, there's there's five or six I rattled off in, in a tweet, but it's really like 
Houston, like Cleveland, Detroit. Yeah, OKC. I mean, OKC. OKC's should still be fighting, tanking, but still fighting, but they're help they're helpless, like right. And a, and a few of them should be tanking anyway. They're not very talented, and they're going to start getting rid of more players. Yeah, is the deadline, or is it? Still... It hasn't passed yet, but I don't. I forget what date it is. I think it's coming up though. It's, got, it's probably later this month, if I had to guess. Yeah, I, so I know they did it after All Star. I'd look for them to get rid of you know a couple guys. Yeah, they already S- got SGA is not moving, right? No point. Yeah, he's yeah he's. I think he is the, the one guy that's you know, off the trade block. Yeah. Which is good. He's a stud. Yeah. He's definitely worth building around. Yeah. Um, well, cool. Well, you want to, you want to toss it over to the, uh, to the crew. I think I've gotten some messages in there. They're clamoring. They're in the queue. They're in the queue. So we'll be right back talking uh, NCAA hoops with uh, our special guests. So hold tight. See you in a few. Happy St. Patty's Day. Happy March Madness. We are here with a lot of, I'm staring at a lot of Zoom screens because there's a lot going on for this tournament. We got Brian Bevo, Guns Picks, Lach Bets, ready to go. They're joining the Odds Fellow. They're joining Punisher Picks. And we are breaking down the NCAA basketball March Madness tournament. And I think somebody's in the pub. If I hear that correctly. Oh, happy St. Patrick's Day, everybody. Oh, I'm sitting in the pub. Oh, hope you're drinking your green beers. Hope you're drinking your Guinness in this nice and warm. Hopefully you're drinking your fine whiskeys. Cheers, everybody. Cheers. Drink to the scoreboard. Drink to that board. Already. Cheers up. So that was a little uh, Guns Picks arrival down in Ireland. I think he's in the pub as we speak. It's late there. It's late in Ireland. So thank you for joining us, Guns. No, we're going 24 hours a day over here. (laughs) (laughs) So let's do a quick uh, quick intro. Everyone say what up. We got Lock Bets down in the corner. We're going to get into your region soon. But what's up, my man? The intern. We've kind of escalated you up a little bit to, to get involved in some of the analysis, which I'm happy about. Well, I, I really appreciate you come, making sure that I was able to come on now and giving you my insight and giving you the St. Paddy's Day special. But unfortunately, I was not able to get your intern. He's in the bathroom right now, but he'll be back in a few minutes. I'll let you know that he's coming on. We have way too many Irish Thank folks. Thank you, Thank you Paddy. Right Spicy you, old hooligans out there taking a shite, smelling up the bathroom so there bad. There we go. <laughs> Anyways, guys, uh, happy to see you guys. Intern is back. Great I to have, have you. We're ready. Then we got a little West Coast flavor with uh, Mr. Bevo. What's cooking, buddy? Bevo. 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 It's Bevo. Bevo. Yes, man. Bevo. West Coast transplant from the East Coast, man. Just uh, I'm really, really, really ready for uh, March Madness to start because currently I got bored today. I'm playing some NBA bets and I'm losing every single one of them. <laughs> That's so, what the NBA is for. Uh, welcome, to the, really welcome to the like, NBA. I'd really like for the first four to begin tomorrow because I really, really, really don't want to have to uh, have a nice uh, – Minus sign to start on my bankroll. So <laughs> so take the going. underdogs. Why did? Why did? Uh, why didn't the first four start today? Do we know? Uh, that's a great question. I would say typically because the tournament starts on Thursday and Friday, right. and now that it starts on Friday and Saturday, they bump the first four down because those two teams will probably play on um, Saturday. So, so is it all? Be- is it all? So they'll go two first four games tomorrow, and then two first four games Friday. Nope, they're all in one day. Oh, they're all in one, one day. Yeah, and then the break. Yeah, tournament start. Round one starts on Friday. 
Okay. I'm not going to lie, man. It's going to be really, really difficult on Monday, considering we all usually take that Thursday and Friday off to watch the first tour. Yes. That Monday is going to be weird. It's going to be odd. It's going to be I, odd. It's going to have to take off. Yeah, it's going to be going to have to find vacation. And before we I, start, I, took, I, I took a half day on Friday. Sorry, continue. Well, before we start, um, how do we want to handle Do you? How are your guys' other brackets handling uh, like COVID stuff if a team – like if a team in the Sweet 16 gets COVID, it has to be substituted. Or how is how is that going to work? With are you just going to be able to repick that game? Uh, no, it's a walkover. There's nothing more to uh, go with it. Uh, so if you're I, wrong, you're wrong. You're just you're just wrong. Yeah, okay. I believe tonight. I believe tonight. Like I believe the time's already passed. Uh, the deadline. If a team had COVID issues, that they had to. Um, so it's at that point now that the alternates don't even matter anymore. Everybody uh, got passed. Everybody oh, got passed. okay. So I thought. Okay, so I thought. Even during the tournament, you could be substituted, but that's not the case. No, no, you no, can't. Be. No. Okay, so it. Could you imagine okay. Coach K and Duke like flying into the Elite Eight? That's what something? I was gonna say. You know, you know Duke, and they and they could they they could very well win it if they got into the Elite Eight. You know, I mean, who's to say uh, they couldn't? But but, but no, uh, I believe the deadline is already passed. Fair. Right now, what happens is if a team gets COVID uh, or there's positive cases within the program, then that team is out. The team that they were to play would be a walkover. Even if it were Hartford versus Baylor, if it's there, if it's tomorrow, Baylor comes up with two, three positive cases, they're done. Hartford's through. Ooh, wow. I mean, let's keep our fingers crossed. Really the integrity, your yeah, the integrity of things doesn't get screwed <laughs> up. But we're gonna. We're going to talk about it in the regions you guys have because I, I know it's popping up in two or three places already. So we'll see. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll, we'll see. Who's up first? So let's uh, let's dive into the – I guess we'll go traditionally, right? I got to start in the, the upper left. So that's uh, Bevo himself with the, the Zagston at the one seed, the West region. So I'll, I'll put him on the hot seat, Bevo. What did you name your region? Because one thing I want to start with everyone is these guys, you know, we went west, south, east, midwest, just like we always do. But – they're all in indie, so let's have a little fun. Let's name, name your region. Uh, are we going traditional indie names, or are we going based off of the teams there? Because I have dealer, a lo- dealer's I choice. Have a lo- dealer's choice. I have Perfect. a lovely name for my winner of the region. Spoiler alert! You can you can um, build it around that. That's fair. The Gonzaga region, and I have them called the frat boy region. Why do I have them called the frat boy region? Ooh. If anybody's watched Gonzaga. They know Corey Kispert, Drew Timmy, headband underneath the hair, the floppy hair going everywhere. Great flop. If, if they played for Duke, they'd be ostracized from the beginning of the season. There, yeah, I, I, you can't argue that. You can't argue so I'm that. going with this as the frat boy region. Another reason I'm going with this as the frat boy region, as the number two seed in this region, Iowa, you got a couple more guys with some floppy hair going around, Luca Garza, Jordan, Wies, or, um, Jordan Bohannon, uh, Wieskamp. It's a frat boy region going for it. Garza's okay. got Garza's got to be a hell of Garza's got to be a hell of a time at a frat party. Am I wrong? Oh my god, <laughs> stands uh, out, right? He just seems like that kind of guy. I would like say. put the put the Ray Bans on, like have like a, a vodka cranberry, and just like just have he's the, also, you know, the he's girls. Also a, he's also a big a, a big face guy, which uh, big face guy. Yep, he is a huge face, <laughs> humongous. Which I'm surprised you're picking Gonzaga out of that region against so, a number two, a two seed with a big face is almost a one seed, in my opinion. In so. honor of the frat boy region and me day drinking West Coast, it's still light out and wearing a jersey at a dage, frat boys. Here we go. Here we go. Uh, Let's dive in. Let's dive in. So I imagine in the one sixteen, you got no surprises there. I, I, I'm a frat boy and I'm currently rock hard. Continue. You know. <laughs> Look at my notes. Gonzaga. Yeah, pull wait. those notes up. I didn't write anything else. Gonzaga W. 
Contagua wins. And you're gonna have to too during this. Make sure if there's a if there's a game or two in this region that you think that you're betting or you already bet. I know you got some good lines out too. Uh, by jumping yeah. on some things early, like you know, yeah, feel free to sure. highlight some of those, and if you yeah. play it at some of the current numbers. So yeah, we'll skip sure. over Gonzaga, the monsters of the region, right? Uh, Oklahoma, Missouri, the good old eight nine. We have an issue in this Ooh. in this game. This is a COVID uh, related issue. Oklahoma announced today. Uh, uh, pretty much. I hope this doesn't keep happening, but it's team. scary. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much the heart and soul of that team. Um, I said when they played, uh, I believe it was Alabama, I want to say, he out-toughed them, and that's why they won that game. Davion Harmon is an absolute rock, and losing him, the floor general, is going to be very, very tough. I had Oklahoma at minus two as a 1.5 unit play. I announced earlier today that I bought off on the Missouri money line at one unit. That way, if Missouri does win, I minimize my losses. If Oklahoma wins, I still do profit. Yeah. I still do profit. I still like Oklahoma, but not at that 1.5 unit. I had to buy some off of that. I think I think Reeves and Manic will be enough to get it done. Against a Missouri team, that can be pretty bipolar. They got Jeremiah Tillman, Xavier Pinson. I'm still leaning Oklahoma here, but I would not fault anyone for going Missouri here. I All think right, so you got Oklahoma moving on. You wouldn't consider this like a Ciroc game? I mean, I know that's kind of an inside like, it joke. Still happens, yeah. No, but it, I think it's a good point. I was going to bring it up too. Like the best, Diddy, the best players Diddy's go never, out, and then these Diddy's never win. been to Indianapolis. I don't know. <laughs> I mean, he might stay outside. And he might have the bottles on ice. He's like, think, you know, try to figure somebody get him in. I think Diddy's come up. He'd be there for the um, for some of the uh, Pacers Knicks games potentially. <laughs> Reggie time. <laughs> oh, but, was, was was Pete Diddy involved in the Trailblazers, Trailblazers first half fiasco last night, or is that a separate issue? He Sorry. was involved oh, in the oh, New Orleans Pelicans second half. Yeah, I'll hang up. I'll hang up. I'll hang up and now. listen. Yeah, yeah. Thank you, sir. First time, first time, long time. <laughs> this is such an interesting region, though, because there are so many different dynamics into many of the matchups. The next matchup we have is Creighton versus Santa Barbara. This is a sexy upset pick for many i personally have locked in santa barbara uh seven and a half i think believe it's down to seven now i did lock in that play now creighton is a tough team they are built for march they have the type of squad that can put up 90 100 on you in the blink of an eye with marcus zigarowski uh denzel mahoney mitch ballock all guys that can hit from deep santa barbara's got their own upperclassman guard which you really look for and look at some of those upsets we look back at vcu beating duke with eric maynard we look back at mm-hmm. lehigh beating duke in uh, cj mccollum you need that upperclassman guard jacory mclaughlin is that for santa barbara santa barbara has won 10 of their last 11 games by over double digits they're a very good team. They will cover this game. They will not win this game. There you Creighton, go. Not the five twelve upset that you're all hoping. The, the one, I I agree with Bevo, and I don't mean to interrupt, but I, yeah, no, I agree with Bevo in. in this play, like completely. I you're, I've you're got definitely them. interrupting. All right, sorry. <laughs> all right, sorry. Inter- <laughs> but but the one thing that worries me with Creighton is that they're coming off a humongous loss. Yeah, and it was probably their worst shooting game of the year. Correct. Yeah, and they yeah, and those stiff rims in the Madison Square Garden, uh, Georgetown took advantage of that. And you know, I, I hate a, a team coming off a massive loss as good as Creighton is. That kind of worries me a little bit. But like, I'm on the I'm, I agree with Bevo. Do you worry I like about Santa do, do either of you guys worry about the Big East just being down all year? Like it, I think like the it Big East was. You don't want to play. Yeah, I really the, do. The Big East the, is the four just or five. A, it's just the mid major. That's yeah. all it is. It's not a I, real I, conference. I think they're going to be the teams you don't want to play. Yeah, really yeah, because you got you got Georgetown, Nova, Creighton, and who was the fourth that snuck in? I gotta go find it. Uh, Rutgers, Rutgers. 
No, Rutgers, no, Rutgers is Big Ten. Big, I know, I know. <laughs> Regardless, um, I, do think, I do think Creighton advances. I do think they have too much firepower with those three guys. And the thing is, they're not young guys. They are guys that are upperclassmen. They're not going to want to see their careers end like that. Right. Now the next game. Well, before you get there, a little, a little tidbit on the on the twelve five because everyone wants to hear and talk about the twelve upsetting the five, but it's real, right? It's just looking at the last ten tournaments, the number five seed uh, holds a, um, or the number twelve seed holds a twenty four and sixteen uh, straight up advantage uh, against the against the five, which is crazy. It, um, it's, it's a sexy pick, absolutely. Yeah, so always, but yeah, let's jump to that next one. Now the next game, on the other hand ring the upset alarms more COVID issues i believe here right potentially yeah we got virginia and we got ohio virginia does have COVID issues they did pull out of the acc tournament with COVID issues from what it sounds like they are going to have everybody available for that game what i really want to focus in on is ohio now if anybody remembers the first day of the college basketball season ohio nearly took down illinois Mm. Ohio is a legitimate team led by point guard Jason Preston, a first round talent uh, for the NBA draft averages 17, seven and six, I believe somewhere in that uh, ballpark. He is an absolute baller. I have him penciled in as being the star of the first round. This started off as a 10 point spread for Ohio. It's already down to seven. Yeah. Yeah. It's already down to seven. Ohio has defensive problems. They are like the 170th ranked efficient defense. Do we know Virginia has a great offensive team? No. To score points. They're efficient, but they don't a lot score. Of, a lot of heads shaking on the zooms. Yeah. No. Zoom shakes. The defense, no offense. Yeah. Yeah. Virgi- but not even, not even the same defense that they've had in years past. I mean, I was looking at some of the, the adjusted rankings and they're, you know, way down. Yeah. Virginia is, they're, they're better on offense this year. They're efficient. They're definitely efficient, but they don't put up a ton of points. Ohio, if anyone's watched the math this year, Toledo, Buffalo, they run up and down the court. And I'm not sure that Virginia is going to be able to do that considering they're a guard oriented team. Virginia's defense primarily comes in with Jay Huff on the inside. I have Ohio with the upset here, the 13 over the four. Um, I think that that could be a popular pick going forward, especially from a spread standpoint. I like them to win outright. Fair. Um, the next game, the six eleven game, which we're still waiting the total opponents of, right. USC versus the winner of Drake and Wichita. To be honest with you, I don't think either Drake or Wichita even deserves to be in the tournament. Yeah. I would have put Louisville and Colorado State in over them personally. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think either team matches up very well. Uh, Drake is very good on the boards. Wichita is more guard oriented through uh, Tyson Etienne. Um, I think USC, and this is usually a popular pick from the 11 or from the first four game to eventually advance. And I think you'll see that in the other game, but that's, you know, just my look at it. Um, I do think that uh, USC will um, advance pretty easily over whoever with the Mobley brothers and Tajidi um, leading the way I have USC. Like it. Yeah. It was disappointing to see Drake not get, uh, you know, not stay healthy all year. They were obviously a fun buzzsaw earlier. Um, so they, you get Shaquan Hemphill back. Yeah. Shaquan oh, he's Hemphill. coming back. He is back. Yeah, but Roman Penn, the floor general, is not. He's yeah. done for the year. All righty, well, let's jump to the 314. And in seven yeah, of the last 10 tournaments, there has been a 14 that's beaten a three. So keep that in mind. Seven to 10 could happen. If there's going to be a 14 over, is a it going to be this one? In my opinion, it's going to be this game. Are you taking for- that? Send it to the bank. I am not taking it, but I am taking Eastern Washington to cover. I like it. Kansas has COVID issues. Yeah. 
Jalen Wilson, one of their top scorers, top rebounders, will not be available for the first game. That is already confirmed. May not be available for the second game. Something to consider taking forward in your bracket. David McCormick, their top center, probably not going to be available for the first round game. So yeah, you're down two starters already. And yeah. Kansas is an upperclassman. They're, they're, they're a team that's full Older. of upperclassmen. Uh, Connor Brown, spelled Braun. Um, and then uh, Marcus Garrett. Kansas will have enough firepower to get past Eastern Washington, but if this game gets close, and it could, Eastern Washington is the fifth-ranked free-throw shooting team in the country. If it comes down to that, Kansas could be in a lot of trouble. And what's that line currently? It's sitting pretty big still, right? uh, I believe that line somewhere around the 10-11 range, I want to say. I don't even see see it on the board. It might be down because of some Kansas issues. uh... Yeah, Kansas has issues. Jalen Wilson has been ruled out. He's not playing. He's been one of their best players all year. And McCormick, um, I'm not a David McCormick fan personally, but he does make a difference. It's 10 and a half, 10 and a half. That's, and a, half, that's like, a big boy spread. That's a big boy um, spread. I think that uh, Eastern Washington covers a game. I think Kansas wins a game. Yeah, um, yeah. But that that's a pick if you're really wanting to stick out in your bracket. In one of those 14-3 spots? Yeah, I think Eastern Washington would be the one. Now, very important game for me. Don't don't mess this up. I'm very high on one of these teams. Uh, I kind of have a feeling where this is going. <laughs> um, Oregon VCU, and this is an interesting 7-10 to 10 game for me. VCU defends viciously. They're that them and St. Bonaventure, honestly, both vicious defending teams. Bonnie's um, baby, right at the top of the eight in there. And VCU, they really uh, said they're they're like you kind of you're watching your team play against them and you're scared yeah. that uh, of how good they defend. Yeah, I have flashbacks yeah. to those Shaka smart full court full court presses. You know, the one thing Oregon does have going for them length. Their guard play and forward play, a lot of are all, they're all guys 6'6 and up. You got Chris Duarte, you got LJ Figueroa, you got Eugene Morier, all guys that average double digits and are 6'6 or taller. What a I great, what a great group of names right there. Can you, like, can you repeat that? I'm Duarte, just glad you, I, Figueroa. Yeah. yeah. Chris That's Duarte, strong LJ pronunciation. Figueroa and Eugene Morier. I mean, that's like a, Duarte is a like, stud, man. Is Duarte, this like a, is a stud. Is this like a French team? Is this like an all French? I think a couple, there's a couple Canadians. There's a couple Canadians. Yeah, I believe there is. Uh, yeah. I believe Oregon. I, I last I checked, they were like minus five. I want to say um, they were somewhere in that area. I yeah, I think it was five and a half. Five. five and I, half, I, yeah. I I I can check on the intern. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, please intern. Jot that down. Thank I do Thank have Oregon advancing here. This is a bad bad matchup for them. This is a bad matchup for them because this is a full court press and you're really depending on a lot of guys who don't handle the ball that often to handle the ball against a very potent Mm -hmm. defense. But if they can break that press, I think they'll be fine going forward. I think they are dangerous. They're dangerous. And I'm going to allude to that. The last game, Iowa-Grand Canyon. Grand Canyon will keep this game close in the first half. If Grand Canyon, um, if you're a first half better kind of guy, I would take Grand Canyon first half. Uh, Bryce Drew, I believe. Yes, the uh, the hero from uh, Valpo, the brother of Scott Drew, Baylor yeah. coach, coaches Grand Canyon right now. Um, they really broke the mold of New Mexico State, consistently advancing to the first round of this uh, in the first round of this tournament. Um, I do like uh, Iowa to advance in a game that will be close early, but Iowa will pull away. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's where we're at there. 
All right. Now you're you're now let's get some sweet sixteen real quick. Uh, yeah, who you got coming Gonzaga, out? You got Gonzaga, Oklahoma. I whoever wins this game between Oklahoma and Missouri, I think it's Toronto. Gonzaga. Yeah. Um, I, I just I, I don't Gonzaga is the most complete team I've seen since that. 2000, I believe 2015 Kentucky team that went 38 and one that mm-hmm. lacked the leadership. The thing is, this team has the leadership. Yeah. Um, Gonzaga, if, if Oklahoma still has COVID issues, especially, I will Tillman or uh, not Tillman, I'm thinking of Missouri. Harmon. Harmon. Well, Tillman, Harmon, same thing. Uh, yeah. If Harmon is out, um, won't even be close. If it's Missouri that advances, it won't be close anyway. Gonzaga is going to throttle them. They throttled them two years ago in the tournament, too. I think Gonzaga I hit like. 15 threes or some crazy record first then. So um, maybe that was Villanova, not Gonzaga. Sorry, I misspoke. It was Villanova when the year they won. But anyway, if, go ahead. If the spread's anything under, if it's anything under 10, if it's, I'm someone to put it around like 10, 11, I'm Take thinking Gonzaga favorite, no doubt. Creighton, um, Virginia. Oh, um, Creighton, Ohio. Creighton, Ohio. Creighton, Ohio. Creighton, Ohio. This, this is a game. Got ahead of myself there. Creighton, Ohio is going to be a game that's going to be extremely fun to watch. That's a game, I think, that if you're an overbetter, if it's like 160 over, this could be a game that could get into the 80s and 90s. Ohio knows how to run the court. Creighton's got some shooters. The only way I see Creighton losing this game is is if they go as cold as they did against Georgetown. Another, Um, Another repeat of that performance. Yeah, I, I don't foresee that happening again. Now, now again, Ohio, they're probably going to have the best player on the court. Um, but I think Creighton's got too many weapons for a MAC team to really overcome. Uh, could be close in the first half, but I will have Creighton advancing there. USC, USC, USC KU is going to be an interesting one. And this is the fun of filling out the bracket. When you have so, when you have, especially this year, you have COVID issues. If Wilson and McCormick are there, I'm taking Kansas. If Wilson and McCormick are out, I'm going USC. What this is going to boil down to for me is if David McCormick plays. USC strength is in the post with Evan and Isaiah Mobley. Evan Mobley is the most overlooked freshman in the country, specifically because he's on the West Coast. You see, Gonzaga's played enough national games where Jalen Suggs gets his love. Cade Cunningham gets his love because he has so many nationally televised games. USC does not. And when they are, they're on at like 11 p.m. on the East Coast, which is where a lot of, you know, where you really look to see a lot of those guys. I really do like... If McCormick's in, Mobley will be – it will be tough for McCormick or somebody to guard Mobley, but Mobley may – they may get crushed inside. Like you said, it might be a mismatch on the offensive or the defensive end for USC. It will be. Um, I do think Kansas's guard play is better than USC's guard play. But, again, this is something that if you can just watch the news over the next coming days and see what happens. If Wilson and McCormick play, I like Kansas – if they don't play, I like USC. All right, for the bracket, for the bracket. For the bracket, like? I am going with. Coin flip. USC. USC. Ooh, wow. Oregon, right Oregon, Iowa, Oregon, Iowa. This is. Remember, this I is, said um, VCU is a terrible matchup for Oregon. Oregon is a terrible matchup for Iowa. You have very athletic guards as or uh, guards and wings, as we mentioned, in Duarte, in Figueroa, in Orm- in uh, Omorore. There we go. Got it. Um, <laughs> tough, uh, tough thing to pronounce. Omarosa. You think? Uh, <laughs> That's what I thought you were going to say. You think the guards 
on Iowa. They're not very athletic. Bohannon, Wieskamp, phenomenal shooters, not the best defenders. And while Iowa's defense has been getting better, I don't think it's going to be totally enough to totally stop Oregon. Now, here comes the other issue. Who on Oregon stops Luca Garza? That's going to be a big problem for Oregon in that sense. From in the backcourt sense, Oregon major advantage. Take in the over. Sense, Iowa major advantage. What does it come down to? In March, as it always comes down to, I'm going to take the team that has the better shooters. That is Iowa. That is Wieskamp. That is Bohannon. I am taking Iowa in a game. Whoa. I could see the line being less than five. Yeah, I think that's a game that the line is going to be super close. I am still on screen. It'd be a fun game to see. So hopefully it happens. All right. Sorry. What's next? Gonzaga Creighton. We do have Gonzaga Creighton. Remember, I said we're crazy. Should we just skip that whole part of the bracket when he just tells us Gonzaga rolls? Like, yep. Remember, I said Creighton and Ohio can get to the 80s, 90s. Creighton Gonzaga can get into the hundreds if we need to. Yeah. Um, a little bit of hyperbole there, but two teams that when they're both on just do not miss. Uh, that being said, yeah, I mean, I think Gonzaga's averaging 92. I don't know. The Creighton numbers are up there, right? Creighton, the thing is, Creighton is so hot and so cold. They can put up 60 and a half. They can put up 48 in a full game. Uh, they are very hot and cold. Um, I don't think they have the inside presence to match with Timmy and Kispert if they decide to put him in there. Um, I think that spread will end up being around the seven and eight area. I do like Gonzaga to advance there, which leads us to... USC and Iowa, or um, yeah, yeah, USC and yep, Iowa. Iowa. The matchup that Luca Garza and Evan Mobley—that's a prime time matchup. That West is Coast a, finally getting their due in prime time. It's the freshman versus the senior. This is a matchup that is going to be appointment television. I think they kind of cancel each other out. I do think that Iowa's guard plays better. I do think they have more upperclassmen. I do think that um, can Iowa face. get enough stops? And bigger they have face. bigger, bigger faces as well. In that game, if t- uh, we know Mo- the Mobleys are going to get theirs, if Taj Edi goes off, USC wins that game. If he doesn't go off, Iowa wins that game. If Wieskamp and Bohannon continue to be the marksmen they have been, Iowa wins that game. Iowa wins that game. Oh. I did not expect you to pick Iowa. Super chalky, but, you know, those have been two teams that have been at the top, and that brings us to a rematch of a game earlier in the season that you guys had me on earlier this year as a part of the holiday pack. Yeah, holiday 12-pack of uh, winners. Yes, and that was our the first winner of the 12-pack. Yes, it was. Yes, it was. I think you'll see um, a very similar game play out. Do I expect Corey Kispert to go completely off like he did? No. Do I think that Luca Garza is going to get Drew Timmy into foul trouble? Yes. I think the game will be much closer than last time. Um, but again, Gonzaga is the most complete team I've Too seen. Too much firepower. Too much firepower. You heard again, it. With, I mean, you got the backcourt with Suggs, IIE, Nemhart inside. You got Timmy, Kispert. Kispert can get pulled out. Um, Kispert is the closest. Uh, I don't know if you guys have had a chance to see this. Have you looked at the faces of Corey Kispert and NBA player Joe Harris? They look a lot. They look very similar if you put a headband on Harris. Corey Kispert's going to get drafted, and he's going to, and he is Joe Harris. All he I was going to say, he shoots, yeah. Shooter. I he think they're the same player. Might be a little more. Well, they are very similar, I guess. 
the um, same height, roughly. He just seems more athletic because he's on Gonzaga, and Virginia yeah. always seems like a non-athletic team. But all right, yeah. the frat boy region. The Gonzaga the wins the frat boy region. I love I it. I let's, go to the, got... let's go to the East. Thank you, Sir Bevo. I appreciate it. I have a plus 900 on the Zags to win it all, so I was happy to hear you. <laughs> well, they haven't, they the haven't got through the council for the Final Four yet, so I don't know no, how it's going right. to play out. Right. Also, shout out to Bevo. If you want the full entire bracket, each game marked down, send a tip to your boy. We're fucking donating it to charity, and let's cook and let's cash. Thanks, Bevo. Absolutely, man. Thank you, intern. That's, that was well done. Well done. Well done. Good notes. To the east. To the east. I think we'll call this the flex bracket for the guns. That's flex. Uh, the only way, the only way we can do it. Every yeah, Bebo got me on the flex on that one. He's, <laughs> he's the, uh, you know, we have the dance, we have the cook. He's got the flex, um, trademark pending. Now you, you have this is tough sledding in, in this bracket. This, starting, this, starting with your one seed that is a complete mess in in the Michigan Wolverines. It, it is. It wouldn't have been a mess if we didn't, you know, Isaiah live. Uh, livers, livers. I always get that name. Livers, all, all livers. Right. Yeah, livers. So, I mean, he's out of the tournament. He, uh, I, I think he's out of the tournament. They keep saying we think he's out of the tournament, everything that I read on him, but I, I'm considering him completely out. So, and that's a huge loss. That's like 13 points per game, uh, second leading score behind uh, uh, Hunter Dick- Dickinson. Uh, so, it, it, it's, it's a bad, it's going to be a bad spot. And this is where my bracket kind of lies, kind of foretell the story of where I'm going to be going with my bracket. But if we're talking about the first game, I mean, it's a one versus a 16. There's not much to talk about here. Uh, Hunter Dickinson is a force this year, freshman. They figured out how to utilize him in the offense and the pick and roll type of game. He plays inside out. He's got a little bit of speed. He's got the height. He can rebound. Uh, He's our leading scorer. And uh, they also have depth, the guard position with Franz Wagner, Eli Brooks, Mike Smith. All deadly. They rank 12th in three-point percentage this season. Um, I don't see any reason why there'll be a uh, UMBC-type situation here. It's going to be Michigan to roll through the first round. So moving on to the second, uh, we got LSU versus St. Bonaventure. This is one of those situations where I look at where's the strength. It's a tough one, but you got to look at what team – you got to look at St. Bonaventure's strength versus LSU's strength. And I'm just mm-hmm. talking straight team here. St. Bonaventure's, as far as defensive efficiency concerned, they are strong on the defensive end. They are ranked 17th in defensive efficiency this season, whereas LSU is not that good a defense, 225th in the league in defensive efficiency. Um, so it's going to be one of those questions. Can LSU make stops? versus St. Bonaventures, who has proven that they can't make stops. Now, I know St. Bonaventures has played with a weaker conference, uh, weaker strength of schedule, but I think defense will prevail, and typically it does in tournament play. I'm going to go with St. Bonaventure on this one. Um, oh, I like that pick. I mean, and, I think the and I haven't seen, I haven't checked the line on that one because I was thinking if they were going to be underdog, might as well just take a money line on uh, that LSU one. LSU minus one. Is my, uh, what is it? I think it was LSU minus one last LSU time. LSU minus one. So, yeah, I'd say, t- I mean, you got to roll the money line if it's minus one, right? Can I, can I have my interjection here? Because yeah, if, guns, if guns turn out right. Guns did interject you, Once. so you get one interjection. Yeah. One rebuttal. And then I muted. <laughs> if guns is right, then I'm screwed. Because I have LSU not only beating St. Bonaventures, but beating Michigan. 
Okay, all right. Guards cannot (laughs) bring up with the LSU. Got to drink to that. We got to drink to that. Mm -hmm. I got to go refill. Don't give away all your bracket. We're trying to drive the the tips and the donations. We're we're, we're trying to drive revenue. Come on. Yeah, you got to keep a few surprises in there. (laughs) No, I like the bodies. I I understand the logic. There for the taking. That's a tough. That's a tough game. I'm excited to watch that game because I think and, and people. Like the A10, yeah, it's a lesser, it's a lesser conference. The A10 still has some fight, and you got a couple A10 teams yeah. in here. So St. Bonaventure is not their first time being in a tournament. Totally, either. no. And yeah. I, I know they haven't had success in the past as much as uh, other teams have, but I mean they're playing an LSU team. I, I don't think they've got the experience in there, and their defense is just so piss poor. I, I think if going against a team that can actually make stops is going to really hurt them, especially in this game. And I understand the logic with taking LSU as well because LSU coming off a just a brutal loss to Alabama in the SEC championship. Where they, One it, of the games of the year, man. Phenomenal game. All they had to do was tip the ball in, and it was – I what do you have? Two, you had uh, the jump shot, and then they had the tip in, and they missed both, and that was the end of the game. But, is I mean, that, is they that played – is that big short guy? Is that big shorts guy for St. Bonaventure playing? <laughs> I wish. <laughs> is there a, that's a that's a lock in. It was capris. That wasn't short. It's a parachute pants. Hammer pants. Point, LSU St. Bonaventure. Whoever wins, I think either gives Michigan a major challenge. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah. I think Michigan is falling. But anyway. so let's jump to another. 512. All right, here's another 512. Is this going to be the upset? Now, this is the this is the what I consider the public popular upset pick, right? So you yeah. see Georgetown winning the Big East. You see uh Colorado losing to Oregon State in in their Pac-12 championship. It's kind of one of those situations where people are like, "Oh, we saw Georgia play so well in MSG and MSG and win the Big East, blah blah blah." It's like, "Well, I was like, can we look at Colorado for a second? Did you watch any of the Colorado games? I know they play late. It is a West Coast game. They play a lot of late coast games. But I think there's going to be a lot of people that are going to be jumping on Georgetown, especially in their brackets. I think you've got to look at the statistics on this one before you do that. Because I mean, Colorado, as far as Ken Palm's concerned, I know Ken Palm is popular with the chat. I mean, if you want some inside info. Yeah, but they are ranked 15th in Ken Palm, where Georgetown is ranked 55th in Ken Palm. And I, and if you ever watched Georgetown all season, it was, if you ever bet on Georgetown, it was exhausting to watch them because they would just, I couldn't even watch one of their their, games. They would just get kicked except for that tournament. They would get kicked by every team in their conference. And it's just, it's just brutal. Even no matter what the spread would be. Um, Also, you got to look at Colorado and here's a key point. and, And I just want to bring this up to anybody that's listening. One of the one of the key statistics that you got to look at as far as tournaments concerned is because towards the end of the game you got to make free throws, right? You got to be every time you get to the line. If you have a small lead, you got to be able to make free throws. Yep. It is so pivotal going, uh, advancing, advancing into the tournament. Well, Colorado is ranked second in free throw percentage and forty second in defensive efficiency. So I think they're I think they're free. I, I thought I wrote their free throw percentage. I think it's like eighty two percent. So it, it's wow, and Colorado's always for been a like, college squad, too, and I think yeah. they were good last year too, as far as free throws are concerned. And then you got to look at the defensive efficiency for Georgetown 126 in defensive efficiency. Um, and they are near the bottom as far as giving up the ball, they're a 303rd in turnovers per game, giving up 15.5 turnovers. So put all those stats in, into play when you're looking at 
Colorado versus Georgetown and thinking about the upset. I don't think there's an upset in this situation. You got to take Colorado, and I think they win by double digits. Is Georgetown seated a little too high, you guys think? Do you think they should have been like a 13, or is a 13 just reserved for mid-majors? I think for this situation – because I, I, they won their conference and they were they kind of took a spot from one of the you know I guess from the first four or whatever mm-hmm. you you had to put them in there same thing with uh, Oregon State I think they took a spot from somebody that's why you don't see Louisville in there they're another twelve they they took another twelve I think Oregon State should have been the team that if any team should have been below a twelve line I think the last time we had um, a major conference team kind of upset in the uh, conference tourney I want to say this was like five six years ago. Uh, Georgia actually won. Uh, they won the SEC. Um, they upset Kentucky in the final. Mm-hmm. And um, I believe Georgia landed at a 13. So uh, they clearly... That's why I was a little surprised at the 12, but... Um, uh, I, I think Georgetown's at about, about 12, 13. Uh, I think Oregon State was a team that should have been lower. Yeah, and they so. came in at 12 as well. And we'll get to that in the Midwest. Uh, you also got to... Uh, just one more thing. You got to also consider the situation from where Georgetown came from, from the last previous game and where Colorado came from the previous game. Like I said before, Colorado coming off a, a two-point loss to Oregon State. 25-point win for Georgetown. They're, they're, is Georgetown the happy to be there? I, I can't believe I'm here. We just won the Big East. Now they got to go against Colorado. And I think... You they're, ain't they're happy. You got stones. the W right. in the garden, right? Right. So... Um, now another four thirteen matchup, uh, on a team that, that, you know, we talked about a little bit before, uh, this, that, that I think you're high on and, and rightfully so, I think they're going to be fun, but Florida state, UNC Greensboro. Now move? this one here for Florida state, this is the Leonard Hamilton special deep team, a lot of veterans, a lot of future NBA deep, talent. But is it too deep? I, I mean, can you have enough guys? I think when you have depth During and you COVID, get a no. guy that's in foul trouble and you can bring the next man up and he steps up and he's productive, I think that's very pivotal versus than having four or five guys and then having a weak bench. Florida State, to me, you look at them, they all put up you know, double digits in minutes, at least nine guys. Um, and you know, you got Scotty Barnes, MJ Walker, Raekwon Gray, I mean, all future NBA talent in my opinion. Um, and they are 15th in Kempom, and they are one of the top shooting three in far as, as far as three-point shooting goes. They shoot 39% from three, which is ninth in the country, and they are 30th in points per game. So on one end of the ball, they like they they like to keep the ball high, they like to you know do high pace. They like they like to score from the three. I think this team has the build to be one of those teams that can move you know, relatively far in the tournament. And I'll get into that for a second, but I like Florida all the way in this one. No like it. problem. It's going to, this is just a stepping stone for them to move further into the tournament. Now you go the six versus the 11 play in uh, interesting play in. Cause you get some blue bloods here, right. With Michigan state and, and UCLA. Um, so I don't know if it matters to you, maybe, maybe you're taking the team that comes out of the play or it doesn't. I think, from a Michigan State and a UCLA standpoint, they both play sloppy. I think Michigan State is god awful in every statistical category there is. For them to be in an 11 seed, this one, I guess that's because they, you know, got lucky and won against some high power teams in the Big, in the Big Ten. Ten. But yeah, overall, they're from that, you know, other than those games, you can check uh, a lot of games in that perspective where they, they, you know, they got beat. Um, I don't care who's going to win this game, whether it's UCLA or Michigan State. 
BYU is, is probably the, is an underrated. I don't think it's underrated. I think they should be higher than a six seed. I think there's a team in that bracket that's higher than them. And I think, think they should be a four or a five seed. Now, if you look, look, if you look at their statistics, of course, their top 25 kind of kills them a little bit. They're one in three, but those three losses are from the same team. It's from Gonzaga. They had to play Gonzaga three times in that division. So you got to take that perspective. When you look at that record and you click that little info box, like, Oh, they're one in three. And And they played them tough. And that was that, was that the final? Yeah. in the final, I believe they played the toughest Um, live betting specialty right there. That was a good one. Yeah, everybody was on that. <laughs> and also, I mean, and then they got depth. They play 10 deep. Uh, they can shoot the three. Uh, Barcelo, he shoots a three at 46.8% from the from the three-point range. Uh, they're ranked 35th as far as three-point um, three percentage is concerned, 34.3%. Uh, to rank 24th in Ken Palm, and they're a six seed. So, uh, you Almost know, 61st, up, right? yeah, 61st in defensive efficiency. They have the depth. They can play. I think they can play with anybody in this bracket here. So I think this is going to be an easy win for, for BYU in this spot. Um, I, I don't know what the spread's going to be because that's not available at this point because we don't know if it's UCLA or Michigan State. But I like uh, BYU in this spot uh, to move on. To the Big 12 champ. To the Big 12 champ uh, beating uh, your – an in-state coach. matchup, right? The Oklahoma State Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> No hey, you know what? You know you got to look at here for that perspective. If you want to know a little, little, you know, inside statistic, winning your conference championship is bad for you going into the conference. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oklahoma State lost on purpose. Do, sure. do you yeah, know we, the last? Do you know the last team that won their conference championship to win the NCAA title? Villanova, Indiana, when they went Indiana, Indiana in '87. Good. That far back. I, th- I could have sworn Nova did it with the Big East, but nope. Um. Isn't that crazy? UConn always crazy. that. But anyways. That is a, that is a crazy stat. Intern, really? That was a pure guess just because the last undefeated. Oh, sorry. Undefeated Dartmouth, team. 1894. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. I said that, but I was on mute. <laughs> so yeah, even, Dart- even the Duke Zion team lost when Zion came back. Uh, they won the ACC tournament. They lost yeah. yeah. What about Kansas? I guess they didn't win. I guess maybe they lost the Big 12 that year. No, they just never won the whole thing. Wow, that's that's a great stat. Yeah, that's a stat. The one the NCAA tournament is like 2009. That was the year when Tyshawn Taylor hit that over Derrick Rose, mm-hmm. Memphis. Yeah. Uh, no, it wasn't Tyshawn. It wasn't Tyshawn. It doesn't mean you're not going to make a Final Four. It just means you're not going to win the championship. There's, there's that means statistically no, speaking. Oh, Brandon Rush. Brandon Rush. So, or no, Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. Mario Chalmers. Chalmers. Yeah. 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 Yep. Tyshawn Taylor. God, Memphis. Game. Memphis deserved that game. They just couldn't make any free throws. I agree. Well. I mean, uh, that's when the cheating scandal started with uh, mm-hmm. Memphis, right? So Texas, Battle of Texas, Texas, Abilene, Christian. So Abilene, Christian, you got if you look at the statistics, yeah, they're ranked 21st as far as three-point uh, percentage is concerned. Their defensive efficiency is actually ranked first. But their strength of schedule is a problem. They're ranked 20, 222nd as far as strength of schedule is concerned. Um, so they haven't played any team like Texas before. Now, Texas coming off a – Big 12 championship. I think this is going to be too much for Abilene. I, th- I know they've had this great season, a remarkable season. Uh, so I'm going to be taking Texas in this one to move on. One shining moment. <laughs> one shining moment. The ball think- is tipped. 
<laughs> Abilene comes from the conference. Oh, shoot, I'm on you. <laughs> Abilene Oops. comes from the conference that's known to produce upsets. Yeah, I mean, uh, like I said, they 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 definitely can play defense and they definitely can shoot the three. So those are two key elements in the tournament. Is that one you're you're looking at on the spread or anything? You think they can keep that? Yeah, I'd have to look a little bit further in that yeah. one. I haven't got got that far into it. I'm just looking just straight up who's going to be moving Winners. on this one. I just don't think this is going to be the three to fourteen upset. Actually, yeah. I had I do have one on my board that is a three to fourteen that I love very much. So make but sure it's you just interject. not my region. Just interject. We're yep. going to need to hear that. Is it the Eastern Washington one? I can't tell you. Uh, no, I would have said it if it was. I'll say this. <laughs> okay. So it narrowed it down to two more. All right. So let's jump to the seven ten. Always tight. The the seven ten eight nine matchup. So you got UConn Maryland. Okay. Uh, so you some former winners, former glory days, right? So while UConn's been inconsistent at times, uh, their defense has been strong. They're ranked fifty first as far as defense efficiency is concerned. And Ken Palm loves them. They are ranked sixteenth as far as Ken Palm is concerned. Yeah, I was surprised when I saw that. I didn't. Yeah, I thought that like, was a real interesting yeah. one. I was like, huh. But you know, if you've watched UConn games, I think uh, having uh, James Boonight back, who scores nineteen point four. Uh, points per game since he's been back into the offense it's kind of pepped up that offense which has been a problem for him they've always been really good on the defensive side but scoring points was was an issue earlier in the season which now they've kind of gotten away from that now maryland so inconsistent so cattywampus it's so like if you're trying to you know bet on maryland at any point this year if you want to just waste your money then go ahead do it but their inconsistencies on all ends of the spectrum and and also another key stat 208 in, in free throw percentage they only average uh, 70.2 percent from the free throw line from charity stripe plus you look at all their statistical categories which makes a uh, an elite tournament team maryland doesn't fall into that i just mm -hmm. don't think this is going to be a game that they're going to uh, not, move not on from for, not i like you yeah i mean I like the one it. thing that they have in their favor, like we'll talk about the Big Ten a lot throughout this. I'm sure the Big Ten got nine teams in, I believe, and the the strength, the schedule statistics bear that out, right? When right. you look at everything, and and they are, I think Maryland's ranked 12th to UConn's 42nd. But like you when said, you, it might not matter with a lot of these other statistical categories. When you had so else. many ranked teams in that conference, yeah. I mean, you had to play them at what, every other especially, day, maybe? especially in this schedule. Yeah, yeah. Right. I mean, I, I remember looking at Rutgers. I think Rutgers played like three out of conference games before they started big 10 play. Yeah. Yeah. You're, you're only two yeah. days off. We're like yeah. Nebraska and Northwestern. I, I think, I think James book Knight is going to be someone that like just one of those people fall in love with during the tournament. Um, he is elite. I think he's a lottery pick. Uh, the Walker uh, jr. Yeah. Uh, he's the closest thing to that. UConn has had to Kemba since Kemba. Uh, he is, uh, in my opinion, James book Knight. Um, is somebody that can completely ruin your bracket either way. Now, is it – so when you read his name, it's Bow Knight or Boo Knight, it, it, it's and Book they say Book Knight. I was like, how? where's the other K or C? Book, B-O-U-K, B -U -K, B -O -U -K, Knight, English lesson. Well, I guess it's – I guess you got the Knight in there too, but I think uh, when, I Knight, when I read Knight, when I read Knight, I read like swords. Compliance has told me that I should not touch on the subject. Compliance has told me do not touch. <laughs> mute dude i'm a terrible reader horrible horrible right, I, can alabama, read I can't read words alabama versus an iona team that has been off for like 50 days just tell me show. rick rick patino's gonna get the w right <laughs> not so fast, my fast he brought he brought eight suits i don't, I don't think I don't rick patino has anything to do with this team don't they always I, make the tournament i think anyway? i think in my opinion to sum up bama is two things 
They shoot a lot of threes. They don't make all their threes, but they shoot a lot of threes. And they play great defense. They are ranked 18th as far as defensive efficiency is concerned. Uh, they led the SEC in steals per game and rebounds per game. Uh, free throw shooting is going to be one of those key elements is that, uh, moving on in the tournament that they're not a great free throw shooting team, but they do make up for whatever their mistakes are on the offensive end with their defense. Um, I think this is a no brainer for me. Iona's like so far down the ladder as far as Ken Palm's concerned. And I think Alabama is like eighth. So this is uh, Alabama moving on and no sweat. Wait, guns. Can I ask one question? Sure. Does this mean that Patino is going to be finished fast? <laughs> in the, in the, in the uh, I think he was actually in that bar that, that Guns is in. Iona will in be rubbed out of the tournaments. Rubbed out. Faster, faster than Patino or no? <laughs> the Gales Rubbed. will be getting off out faster than Patino in an, in an, in an Irish pub. <laughs> that's all we're gonna we're gonna shut her down now <laughs> um all right so we got michigan st bonaventure a little rapid fire do the uh, ladies have enough we know bevo said he's got them going down he's got michigan falling in the second round but how do you have it playing out i mean i i okay i'm not gonna foretell anything i'm not gonna give it away any spoilers i i don't think st bonaventure has enough gas to ones. get through Michigan on this one, even though not without Isaiah, but you know, I, I think they got enough in this one to get past uh, Michigan to the elite eight. Yep. Cool. So then we go, what well, we got Colorado, Florida state, uh, Colorado, Florida state. Like I said before, Florida has got the depth on this one. Um, their backcourt is strong. Their frontcourt is strong. Uh, and if somebody gets gas, I can bring in a new body. That's going to really hurt Colorado in this spot. I'm taking Florida to move on in this one. Yeah, um, I love the coaching just, and the depth that you mentioned before. I yeah. think it's going to play and you, well. if you got you've got a coach that's been there before. He knows yeah. how to prepare the guys. I don't think Colorado is co- going to be prepared for what um, Florida State is going to bring in this Former one. Oklahoma State guy. Uh, mm. Florida State coach, by the way. Leonard Williams. Leonard Williams. Mm. Some alum Eddie or, Sutton, or Eddie, Eddie Sutton defense they're playing. Oh, Leonard there. Hamilton, you yeah. mean? Yeah, Leonard Hamilton. Look at that. All righty, so Leonard, then we move on. Leonard Fournette. To... Leonard Hamilton. A lot of Leonard's. <laughs> Playoff Lenny? March Playoff. Madness Lenny? Uh, BYU, Texas. All right. This matchup here, I think when the line comes out, and I could be wrong in this one, I'm not, the you know, the guys making the lines in Vegas – I think BYU should be the favorite in this one over over Texas. So if you see if you see plus signs on BYU, you're jumping. Yeah, I and yeah, if you see them and it's underdog, jump on yeah. BYU all the way. And I think BYU wins this one here. I I just think that they have a lot more of the experience. They have the ten man deep roster. They can shoot the three. They can make free throws. Everything kind of hits for BYU in this one. Texas, like I said before, winning uh, a conference championship while is great. It can hurt you in a tournament. I think they're out on this one, and I think BYU takes it. Oh, by the way, um, I think UConn won their conference championship in 2010. 2010-11, then they won the national yeah. championship. Uh-huh. Kevin Ollie? That was a Kemba run. Yeah. Kevin yeah. Ollie was the coach, yeah. And, and it was Good guy. Run. Good yeah. guy. They won their – they were like a nine seed, right? 
Like yeah. an eight yeah. or nine seed. They, beat, yeah. uh, they, they, beat Kentucky, they beat Kentucky in the national championship. Yeah. Mm-hmm. They did like a Georgetown style run where they got real hot. Kind mm-hmm. of like, like, Shabazz, State. like, an, Shabazz, like an Oklahoma Napier State too. run where they Napier just got Kemper. hot, ran through everything. Wait, Kentucky was ranked low on that one too. Both teams were. Five. They were the five, I think. Yeah, yeah. Definitely a forgettable year. <laughs> Obviously. All right. So UConn, Bama, UConn, Bama. Okay, Does UConn, Bama keep keep shooting lights out and get themselves I, into the next round. I, I think it's gonna a similar scenario. I think you know UConn's probably gonna be gassed on this one. The legs gonna yeah. be under them. Bama plays tough, tough defense, uh, and I think their guard play can can handle the uh, the backcourt for UConn and Alabama rolls on this. So we've one. got a so we've got a football style elite eight. You know, some matches. Very much Sweet so. Yeah, yeah right. Here. <laughs> yes, I, I didn't State, even realize BYU that when they made it, right? Yeah. Well, I mean, yeah. Florida State's in an off year, but, you know. Right. But the tradition, right? Yeah, for sure. Right. So is Michigan, too. Oh, right. Michigan's on and off. I'm intrigued. I'm intrigued because I'm a huge Florida State, like, in with you in this well. How yep. do you think it's going to pan out where – you have a very upperclassman-led team where the freshman's the best player on the team. <laughs> that's true. That That's an interesting concept because usually when the freshman's the best player, you're thinking Duke or Kentucky. I'm th- I was just going to say that with when they had Quinn Cook playing for Duke and he was kind of the leader on that and team. with the Jalil Okafor, Tyus Jones. Oh, yes. What, what an awesome team. But when you have that senior leadership and that junior, you don't have to be the best player on the team. You just got to be able to keep the kids' heads and be like, listen, you, and that's, that's what Cook did. Like – when, when the fre- like during that year when the freshmen were, were kind of playing a little bit off here and there, he was the guy that picked them up down the stretch. But this and- is the thing. This is one – that was one senior and a bunch of freshmen. This is all seniors and juniors and one freshman. And one freshman, right. It's, it's, I, 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 yeah, if you're, I mean, let's just get right into it, though. Michigan, Florida State. This is where I see the upset happening for Michigan. I think losing Isaiah is going to – this is where it's going to hurt them the most. In this matchup, Florida State just has too much talent on that team. And and Michigan played in the Big Ten. I don't want to, like, I think the Big Ten in a lot of cases, I don't say every team in the Big Ten, but I think there's spots where they're just, they're, they're not, with the right matchup, they're not going to be ready. And I think this is the one here. I And Florida State moves on and takes out and upsets Michigan. And that's why I don't mind picking LSU over Michigan in mine. And I know you have the Bonnies because if I were to lose, I lose because I think if yeah. LSU doesn't do it, Florida State will do it. I'm I, I'm I just wanted to see Michigan and Florida State play because I just mm-hmm. thought if if Florida State does what I think they'll do against Michigan, I think that I think this Florida State team is going to make some moves in through the tournament. Mean guns are aligned there. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. That's a good. That's a good I'm thing. With. That's a good thing. <laughs> yeah, it is a good thing when we align, man just cash flows yes it really does yeah, sorry, baby. so where does that take us we got who we got left byu no yeah byu uh, and bama i think yeah we're byu and bama yep so as much as i love byu i think there's just too much athletic talent in there and i keep going back to the defense for alabama defense to every like when you watch a team go further in the tournament and you watch them kind of cohesive and just and just gel contest shots switch on screens, box out, rebound. And and Alabama can their their strength of their offense is transition, getting rebounds, getting steals, getting turnovers, and then making shots that way. And it takes it makes their low percentage as far as their shooting is concerned less evasive. So I think uh, uh 
that's going to be a problem for BYU. I just think the athleticism is not there for them, unfortunately, even though they can shoot three, three point shots and make free throws. I like Alabama in this one to move on. So then we go Alabama, Florida state. I keep them with the football theme, right? I feel like I could be kicking back watching this in the, uh, the, the college playoff or the national championship game. Uh, this, so, so who's coming out of that? This one's going to be a fun one to watch. Yeah. This was a back and forth with me. Uh, just, looking at every sort of statistic trying to see similar matchups and i i can't get past not having florida state move on in this one but i think it's going to be a great matchup for this game but it's one of those things i think i think the talent pool is so deep and the veteran element plays in into my pick with Alabama. Alabama has just not been in this spot before where Florida State has. The coach has. I'm not saying that in the future, Alabama can't build that program up to that potential. And this may be a learning point for them. But I like Florida State in this one to kind of move on just on the, Ooh, the Florida veteran State element. Final Four. Yes, they're going to be a Final Four team. I love it. You know what's, what's crazy about that game is that Alabama's leadership actually is upperclassmen between um, Herb Jones and John Petty, two seniors right there. But what the difference is, and I'm agreeing with guns yet again here, the coach that's been there before. Leonard Hamilton has been there before. Nate Oates has not, despite the disrespect he threw at Coach Krzyzewski. <laughs> asshole. Beginning of the season. Duke shit. I think, yeah, I think they're just a, a veteran leadership uh, on the coaching aspect where mm -hmm. if, if his team's in trouble, he knows the perfect time to call a timeout. He knows how to hone his guys in. Mm -hmm. And thank, I'm just, I, I was loving Florida state all the way going into, you know, the conference championship, but I was praying for them to lose the, the conference tourney at some point, whether it be in the semifinals or in the final, because I just didn't want them to have that, you know, stigma of an ACC champion going into a tournament and then, you know, getting snipped too early you know yeah yep. you never totally. want to get snipped too early yep. that's you know, a flex region florida flex state region florida so two state. tickets punched florida region gonzaga i love it we're gonna also take... i'm on i had gonzaga in my final four as well so so still aligned those two are still aligned. We're, Look we're out. aligned on both Look out. so we're gonna take a quick break we'll be right back refill re two tickets to punch a dice two tickets to paradise, our left. Good segue, Mr. Pun Picks. We have Guns Picks, who has traveled to the bubble himself. He is currently reporting in. He wants to make sure that we get the uh, South region correct. So he's there checking out lock bets. If you need to throw it to him for any team updates, you know, any COVID news, feel free to do so. You know, you have that support there in Indiana. Need some inside stuff before the games start. Yeah, whatever you need. Catch those quick lines before they move. I already know he's in the locker room in the showers monitoring every single team. I got to I got to make sure who has. Oh, by the way, the, the lemon, the lemon tea truly is nice. Iced tea. Very nice. You told me the peach was your favorite. Well, I hadn't, I, I hadn't gotten to the lemon yet. I thought if I had somebody find me, all. any of the listeners, the award winning people that love this show, <laughs> you know, uh, please, please any dads out there. Any dads, any moms, wink, wink. Uh, please send me, you know, please send me these, these, these trulys. I can't find these trulys anywhere. Not, they're not around us. Don't worry. Yeah, I haven't seen I, them I've either. Looked. You've looked, looked too, right? I said that to him. I looked. Yeah. All right. Well, let's dive into the South. The aforementioned intern.net lock bets 
neck. This man cooks, caches, and something else we can't say on this podcast, but he does it. He does it. Oh, you can say it. So South, what's happening in the South region? Were you happy oh, with this? Oh, this, oh, this am I pick up? we gave you? Yeah, you're up. Ready? You're up. Wait, wait, I'm up. You're up. Yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. You, me, you, me, me, you. Okay. Uh, no, no. I it's just been two and a half hours. I've already gone through two rom coms. I've already, uh, <laughs> I've already, I've already made myself. Sorry, let me get off this background. I've already made myself a nice pink lemonade uh, drink. I, I didn't realize I was up. I, you know, I, I thought I was never going to get my name called. Hey, you're head, up. You're up. Head, head, on, head on a swivel, Mr. Lockbetts. Yeah. Okay. Alexa, please play. The one thing I missed from last year. One shining chug. Oh my! The song hits hard. Was that like a six-ounce drink? I mean, that was gone in literally. Was there liquor in there, or was that just pink lemonade? Uh, No, this was actually Bud Light Seltzer. The strawberry is pink. I'm in. Fun fact. Cool. I'm in. Um, anyways, uh, I've been so waiting. Talk to me about uh, Hartford men's basketball. They're they're going to get it done, right? Shock the world. Well, no, no. Before I say that, I thought I have to name my side. Of oh, the right. Region. I didn't give you a chance to name your region. That's Wait, am I am I am I losing part of my segment? <laughs> no, start over. We'll we'll edit that in post. We'll we'll okay. reverse that. We'll reverse uh, no, that. it's fine. It's fine. It's yeah. fine. It's fine. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Um, I'm naming my side of the bracket the whole hog. The whole hog. It's the style of the barbecue that the Southern with a W do. or an H for the whole. A W for the wind, right? W H O L E. Whole. Yeah. The entire the whole hog. hog. Yeah. Now is that because you have a winner in this region? Do I'm I? Guessing, I'm guessing it's going to have to do with uh, with the Arkansas Razorbacks. No, I'm confused because o- Oklahoma State is huh. not in that region. No, so. no, huh? No. Yeah. Huh. Hmm. 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 all right so where were you starting hartford men's basketball they they shocked the world yeah no uh this no, one is actually no, it's no. gonna be a it's gonna be a bloodbath i have <laughs> gerard uh jared butler being our uh tournament mvp i think he's gonna shoot lights out i think he's gonna absolutely dominate uh hartford unfortunately is the byproduct of an absolute um I can't, I can't say it on air, but I will just say it's gonna, it's not gonna be pretty. Let's put it that way. Baylor's gonna dominate this one, probably thirty points. Fair, 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 fair. I think Baylor's covered some big spreads this year too. Mm-hmm. I believe they were a uh, a thirty-seven point favorite, and they won by like forty-three points, something absurd. Yeah, so, yeah. No, I, I think I, I think Baylor out. rolls this one. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. Baylor is uh, very, very, very good, but not really good. Not good enough to beat yeah. Oklahoma State, but no. pretty good. Now, in a normal <laughs> year, uh, we'll jump to the eight-nine. In a normal year, this might be something you see in the in the Elite eight, maybe the sweet 16, you know, a couple high seeds coming together. Now they're an eight, nine, North Carolina, Wisconsin, Bevo, Bevo, Wisco. Um, Bevo does has Bevo. If you want to have one interjection after I make my pick, feel free because I think you're going to be pissed the fuck off. I'm just going to say, I think you're going to be pissed the fuck off because I think in this eight, nine, um, seating, I think Wisconsin has blew their load. I think they've tried their hardest in their conference tournament, but I think UNC blows the doors off. I like Roy Williams in a route. Um, I'm taking the better coach in this one, and I don't think that the uh, Wisconsin can hang with these guys. Down here, down here for the for the W. 
Yeah. Be- so Bevo, we're taking, any rebuttals? Any get that Jared. Get that Jared Aberdare. Aberdare no. jersey. He's like, he's like, put me out of my misery. I've watched this team all year. So what he's, get he's that like, Ron. Oh, get that Ron Dane jersey out of here. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so, so then this is probably the one I've done the most research on, which I do have my notebook out Villanova Winthrop. I want you to take a nice little pencil and circle it. Lock bets. The intern is calling it right now. Villanova will lose. Yep. Villanova will, Villanova will lose this game by 10 points. Villanova will lose this game by 10 points. Gillespie is gone out of the picture and I am not buying what Robinson Earl is selling. The guy tries to make himself up as a, a huge number four guy, uh, power forward, you know, 20 points per game. This guy cannot carry the team. He gets into foul trouble easily. Winthrop, on the other hand, has completely rolled their schedule, averaging unbelievable numbers. Um, four guys are averaging over 11 points per game. Uh, they're averaging almost 80 points per game, um, 35% from three-point line. I'm taking Winthrop by 10 I don't think Villanova has a shot. Yeah, I think the injury is down the stretch. Twenty-three man. and one. Who, yeah. who, 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 is, the, who is their loss? Legitimate question. When it, and we all, as soon as we watch the bracket reveal on Slutch and Sunday, we always say like, "Oh, that's the one. That's going to be the one that happens." When is the last time that one won? It never when, happened. When was the last what time that this one won? What what what, what what's this one? The, the auto, the, auto, the automatic twelve-five. The public won. dog. The public dog. I've lost the enough. Joey Public. Listen, I'm gonna buy. I'm gonna pay to play. I'm paying to play to see this one. Villanova has fucked me so many times this season. <laughs> First half game, it doesn't matter. You could take so second half live. We were on a live collab. We got it. So this, oh. so this one's personal. Yeah, this one's personal. I got Villanova. Yeah. Villanova no, loses this one. This, the, Villanova doesn't only lose this one; it gets ugly. So take that to points bet Ooh. and go points bet it. And and take care of your boy. Different team with that. That's a future. I'm looking shout at two screens. Shout out, spo- shout out to future sponsor. With no Gillespie now. Right. Right. They could not hold anybody in the Big East's jock strap. They couldn't even stay in that tournament. You they do Colin not belong Gillespie in this tournament. Is that important? He's not even the third best player. All Trust I know me, I, is I'm looking I, at I, two screens and I, I I see a future lock bets, guns picks, collab coming. I, I, the I think first so. Half. Yeah. <laughs> first half. First half. First half. I have right. with the spread. Fine. Okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, listen. Listen. So some hey, agreement. Some hey, agreement. Hey, hey. Hey. Agree to disagree. Purdue. But Bill Nova. Bill Nova is dead to me. The Philadelphia area is dead to me. You dealt dead to me. Philadelphia cheesecakes dead to me. All right. Keep going. Purdue, North Texas, the four thirteen. Uh, this one's just an automatic. No, no fireworks. Just take take the boys. Yeah, take the boys. But North Texas made me some coin in their conference tournament. They are a very respectable team, but this is just a, an automatic one for me. I'm taking Purdue. They may win by two, um, but I like them a lot. I mean, I already put them on my card to cover the spread the first round. I think Purdue's going to win. There you go. 6-11, Texas Tech, Utah State. Now, this, this is the one I think uh, Brian would agree that I am fading the public dog. I am not buying what Utah State is selling. Utah State has had – they started their season 0-3. They lost to VCU by 30. They lost to uh, South Dakota by 30. They lost to BYU by, by 25. And then they went on a run where they played doubleheaders. They played doubleheaders. You know how it went with the pack. The, Every the, other – the yeah, yeah. back-to-back. They played 
they played New Mexico twice. They played Colorado State twice. They played Air Force twice. They played ULD twice. This team does not scare anybody. It's not scaring me. It's not scaring anybody in the tournament. I think Texas State, uh, Texas Tech rolls. I do not have Utah State going anywhere in this one. I think they lose at halftime, and then they just hand in their shoes. The fact that the spread is minus 4.5, um, I really think that that probably has to be, in my opinion, one of the steals of the tournament. Um, Utah State, um, very good in the post, but Utah, or Texas Tech doesn't even thrive in the post. Uh, they're, no. a guard, they're a guard-oriented team. Texas Tech wins that game easy. I have lofty expectations for the yes. race. But thank you, thank you, thank you. I'm surprised you. Utah State's not lower on on Ken Palm. Just looking at some of the overall rankings. It's also nice. It's also very nice to see uh, uh, the intern and, and Bevo get start get along. Get along. Yeah, we're, we're going to work I just, Yeah, it was yeah. it was a tough. We had a tough three or four minutes there, but we're back. We're back on schedule. We're back. We're back. <laughs> All right, now we're going to kick it over to Arkansas Colgate, and I just want to warn you that if you if you pick Colgate, I'm going to be pissed because I want people to enact revenge against the Loyola Greyhounds and what that team did in the Wait, Patriot League final. Can I ask Locke one question? Locke, do you like cardio? Do you like running? <laughs> in fact, it's funny you said that. I am signed up for a 6.30 a.m. spin class on Friday. Um, I used to be a Division three lacrosse player. I used to run all the time. But it's funny you said that. The last five or six years, no, I've not been a big fan of cardio. But thank do you for you think, asking. Do you think running will happen in this game? In which game? Arkansas Colgate. Yeah. Um, I think be a pace. Once, I, I, be I, a pace. I, I, yes, I believe. I believe yeah. the pace is going to be significantly high. Colgate can score at will, but I just love Arkansas. I think they're coached elite. I think their coach, um, uh, Muzzleman, is an absolute savage. I don't think this guy is going to have this team not prepared. Colgate's going to stick around for the first half, but I think Arkansas at one point – I think they're gonna they're gonna rely on Moses Moodley. Is that how you pronounce it? Moodley, Moodley. Uh, Moses Moody. Moses Moody. Moses Moody. I think that guy is an absolute savage. If he stays out of foul trouble and he does his job, I think Arkansas will just win by fifteen and just call it. For those listening, fun fact: if you enjoy running and you enjoy feeling terrible about yourself because you can't run that fast because you feel fat and you enjoy seeing points, this is the game for you because the over under of this game is set at the highest total of any game in the first round at 161. When it goes high, we go higher. I agree. I'm a big high. Listen, if you're going to, if you're going to go here, I'm going to go even higher. So, Bito, thank you for pointing that out. It did not come up in my freaking, my freaking intelligence committee. No, I only thank said you. that because I locked in over 158 on selection Sunday. Thank so you. you like, so you like Arkansas right here. I just want to make the official Arkansas roll. Yep. Right. I, 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 I need my bracket the whole hog. We're going to get to that. Mm. We're going to get to that. Mm. What about the old, the old 710? Trusty Florida versus Virginia. Does Florida belong in this tournament? Does Virginia well, Tech? Well, well, it just so happens that, number one, I am SEC guy. And number two, I think SEC has been undervalued in their tournament play. I think there's a ton of very good teams in there. Um, they played insanely tough against each other. So I don't think Florida is going to skip a beat here. Florida, during my analysis and my studying, five players averaging over 10 points per game. So their starting five right off the bat is going to give you 10 points per game. Four of the players are at 40% on the three-point line. So they're going to shoot the lights out. And then five of the players, five of the first players are over 30% in three points. 
Um, I think Florida, I think Florida is going to be kind of a sneaky pick in this, this bracket. I think they have an easy go at it for the first few rounds. And uh, I have Florida over Virginia tech in this one. No disputes there from, from me. Uh, I'm excited about this matchup though. Ohio state oral Roberts. I think this Ohio state team has been exciting a little bit, you know, got, got in the, in the final, maybe that's a, you know, a, 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 a good foreshadow, right? Because we talked about conference winners. My now. home, my hometown, Oral Roberts, uh, Golden Eagles. That's right. Big mouth colleges. Big, big spread. A lot of, lot of, lot of dental work <laughs> being done up in the South region. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm a, <laughs> yeah. I'm a, uh, I'm a big oral guy. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm kidding. But I, how big a oral on, guy are you? Let's see. I, I'm a big enough oral guy to take them plus 15 and a half for Ohio State. I think it's a good, it was, yeah, yeah. Um, I think Oral Roberts is a tough team. I think they can probably hang with Ohio State for the first five minutes, but I think Ohio State should roll in this one. I think they should win by 20-plus. But something to think about, something to think about. Kyle Young, my man, Kyle Young. Be back. Maybe. Is he? I don't know. Is he? I thought he is. I think – I think he's the backbone of that team. And when he went down versus Illinois, you saw a huge, huge drop off. So I'm putting this as a question mark. They're going to beat Oral Roberts, but stay tuned to what they do in the next round. It's worth noting that teams that come from the summit league typically do pretty well. Uh, North Dakota state, South Dakota state, which is, which is honestly like usually the ones you'd expect from them. Um, Yeah. Oral Roberts is going to put forth, um, yeah, and you've I, seen their their them pop up in some of these tournament games. Honestly, sure. I, 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 like yeah. Yeah. I like them a lot. Yeah, I like them a lot. Robert opened seventeen and a half. It's down to sixteen and a half. I think that should be a top play for many people. I, yeah. I really like Oral Roberts to cover that with relative ease. Yeah, it ain't gonna I was, be an easy I, 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 I was gonna say I think that's my my uh, other than Texas Tech. I think uh, Oral Roberts is right up there on my card. I, I released my card on Tuesday. I think I got him at fifteen and a half. I thought, unless I'm wrong, unless there's seventeen and a half. They opened at um, 17 and a half. Currently, they're 16 and a half. Yeah, so it's moved. I think I, I, I think I got a bad line on them. Um, Go check that. Might have to double down, I think. Is what oh, no, I, I, I got 16 and a half, and I'm yeah. very comfortable with that. that, that, that yeah, I, I would be comfortable with that, too. That's fair. Yeah. So back to the top. Baylor, UNC. Uh, this is another one. Um, not much. Yeah, not, not much to think about here. Um, UNC was my pick for their hard matchup. I think UNC is going to bust a fucking huge load with Wisconsin. It could be a very tough game in the sense of blowing their load. Um, But Baylor is just so tough. They're so tough behind the arc. And then if they get those rebounds and then they start getting the offensive rebounds and scoring off those offensive rebounds, I don't think UNC stands a chance. Baylor automatic. Let's go. Keep it rolling, Jersey. Oh. So now the the twelve comes into play, and we got Winthrop Purdue. Does the does the Cinderella story continue? Good question. Thank you for asking. I, yeah, I'm happy sort of that you, yeah. I'm happy that you asked about that one. Purdue gets an easy matchup here. Unfortunately, Winthrop's magic does stop here. I think uh, I think they, they finally re- get the second loss of the year. Yeah, I just think uh, Purdue's rebounding versus Winthrop. Winthrop's going to have to shoot lights out. If they do, it could be a lot closer, but. Right. I just think Purdue is going to be a tougher team, tougher conference, and uh, they're going to they're going to win uh, versus Winthrop, which will in tow give Baylor an absolute layup of the next game. But keep going. 
what would be an intriguing matchup if Winthrop and Purdue met? The 7'4 Ryan Eady versus the 6'11, 275-pound behemoth DJ Burns. I'm, I mean, I picked pick Villanova over Winthrop, but if Winthrop were to win, there's your, say, there's your silver lining. There's your silver lining. This I'm match is scheduled for a one fall. <laughs> it's for the tag team championship of the world. They didn't get that big guy for Winthrop versus that really big guy for Baylor. Just banging down low. One's big in one way, one's big in the other. Yep. Ooh, I'll let you guys decide. I'll let you guys decide for that at home. Spicy. Well, what I want to know is tell me, tell me about the whole hog here in the Arkansas Texas Tech matchup. Old the Southwest whole, Southwest the, Conference rivals. I'm telling you right now. Are you right at home it, right now? Like sitting back, SEC magic, you know? It, it listen, the whole storyline I'm telling you in this region is going to be the coach, uh, Eric he's Musselman. A beast. He, he's, a beast. he's a fucking beast. He's a stud. Uh, Texas Tech falls short here, and the whole fucking hog comes out, baby. Razorbacks all day. I'm taking Arkansas, and and another guy for tournament player of the year is uh, is Moses Moody. I fucking love this guy. I think he is the real deal. Yeah. You saw you saw him the other day when he went out um, in the SEC tournament. He went out with like a little little dinger or something. Arkansas does not know what to do with themselves without this guy. This guy is the real deal. Could be a future N- NBA player. Beaver, what do you think about him? Is he a future may, NBA player? Uh, not this game. May I break some breaking news on the Dad Bods podcast that Ooh. will help with some bracket pulls? Uh-huh. Okay. Georgia Tech will be without Moses Wright against Loyola Chicago. Will Shape Chicago That's shaping up well for the I, Dad Bods region. If, if you pick me, or if you see that I'm not looking at my phone, it's because I am looking to lock in Loyola Chicago right now. Yeah. Well, what do you um, so what do you think that line, what do you think that line goes to? Well, it already jumped. It already jumped while we're on the pod. I mean, I, I think it was hovering around four, four and, and a half. half. Well, what it was originally though, it was like it was like two and a half the other way, right? It yeah. moved all the way to plus four and a half. Um, you know, Loyola became favored minus four. And no, a half. no, no. It, it was consistent that Georgia Tech was was underdogs. They were, they were dogs. So they were plus two, I plus had, two and a half. So it flipped to four and a half then. I picked Georgia Tech in almost all of my brackets until yeah. I, until that news. Yeah, that's brutal. That's I'm brutal. staying put. I'm a main component about drinking booze and then hanging out. And and my yeah. go-to saying is, let sleeping puppies lie. Nailed it. Let them fucking lay down. Love it. So Love let's it. go Florida, Ohio State. Are you staying true to your SEC roots and allowing Florida to continue their journey? Is this where it ends for the Big Ten? Yeah, it sure does. It sure does. Yeah. I think uh, I, I'm SEC just, I'm runs just, through his veins. Guys. I'm just I'm taking the hot take. I do think that Kyle Young got way more banged up than we think. I think his head is right now at probably a three out of ten, and Ooh. he is the backbone of that team. Um, he, you know, he's averaging like eight points, eight rebounds. The guy fucking just does everything for him. Um, I think Florida is this one team that we're going to see in this region that's sneaky. I think SEC shows up here and. Uh, Florida, Arkansas is going to be the next game for that one. All right, so let's flip back to the top. We got Baylor, the one seed, the powerhouse of the big guns 12, picks. Continuing. Guns picks looks, looks just disgusted. Skeptical, that. skeptical over there. Bracket just looks way different than mine. <laughs> <laughs> Which, you know, I know locks, and you're better to be on his side than not. But you know, I, I yeah, like you know, I like how I, I, did I also it. I also want to preface this that. Um, my picks during this this month, it won't necessarily 
if yeah, something happens yeah. into the tournament, it's hard. Yeah, yeah. It's hard. you're yeah. not gonna. You're no, not, I'm not gonna change my picks. I mean, no, but this, no, this is my bracket. This is my bracket. This is my bracket. I, I bracket the difference of picks for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. You know, every day my my picks can my this is my disclaimer. My picks can and are willing to change based on everyday oh, line sure. movement and whatever. But okay. um, this is my bracket, and, and you know what? It's full send hey, opportunity. Hey, don't hey don't hey. Guns hey, is putting me down. No, don't I'm not. Apologize. I was not putting you down. It's like we're just we're just a little bit different. That's all. Don't so apologize. Like... <laughs> don't apologize. It's too late to apologize. Yeah. Wonder too late. Shout out. Shout out. Jink the uh, the Mr. Tulsa Jink? the Tulsa guy uh, Ryan Tedder, One Republic. Man, is that your? Is that going back to the Georgia Tech game? That's got to be Ciroc, right? Oh, the line shifted that I, that's much. That's what I'm thinking. That's what I'm thinking. Big when time. that we'll, line we'll, shifts we'll, that much, we'll get we'll get we'll get we'll get we'll get to Diddy in a minute. All right. Sorry. Baylor Purdue. Does it matter? Just roll. Just Baylor. Automatic. Rolls. Baylor. The Baylor. The Bears. Yep. Love it. Doesn't matter. Uh, but the bottom, the bottom gets a little interesting. Arkansas, Florida. You just SEC madness. Kind of a bottom. power bottom down there. Yeah. I think this is like one of those humorous matchups of March Madness. It's like <laughs> this is the second week. We were supposed to watch this matchup two weeks ago. This was supposed to be like an SEC like uh quarterfinal. Right? Yeah. 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 But this is why March Madness is so great. You get two SEC opponents in the same region, um, two good teams, in my opinion, that are fighting for their lives. But as you know, I named this motherfucker the whole hog. <laughs> Arkansas fucking once again, Eric Musselman rolls. So they're not and, beating uh, Baylor, are they? Are they? Yeah, let's just Baylor? get to the fun then. Yeah. Are they beating let's, Baylor? Let, let's get to the fun. Are we punching the ticket? Let's get to the fun. Baylor. Arkansas, what's happening? I named this bracket the whole hog for a reason because the South likes eating their barbecue, drinking beers, and having high expectations. Unfortunately, this is where your high expectations die, right in the bed. You go to the bar, you're watching the game, and you realize that we are done. The whole hog has made you, has gotten you through to this one point, this one shining moment, but Baylor ruins it. Baylor's going to win by 15, and it's an automatic. Baylor's I was not expecting this. I was not. I yep. thought for sure we were riding the SEC train. Listen, no, no, the train the, tra- the train has gone far enough in this yeah. region. We got Florida all the way through to the lead eight. We got <laughs> – I thought Earth. it was a bus, not a train. We did a lot, but like I said – We drove the bus the, through. We drove the bus the whole, the whole hog ends here. So uh, this, the moral of the story is the whole hog ends at Baylor. So Baylor will roll and uh, Baylor's another automatic pick that will be um, fighting for a championship. There it is. So we got three, one, two ones in and a four. And that brings us to the dad bods region. We like to call, what are we going to call this region? We're going to call this pokes and hope. We are going to call this. What are we going to call it pun? Pokes and hoes. The Gerber region for the dads. We're gonna call this the, the Gerber. Oh, I see Cade. I see Cade. All right, all right, all right. This is the oh. emotion. This is the emotional hedge region. Wait, which Alexa, Alexa, play with, with the Loyola shit in the background. Are, are you a Loyola Maryland graduate? A Snoop Doggy Dog on yeah. Amazon Music. All right, this is the emo- this is the emotional hedge region. Roll through it. 
Illinois obviously beating Drexel. Boom. Alexa, stop. <laughs> Alexa, chill the disrespect out. Disrespect to Philadelphia, damn it. That's with, right. with the recent news, obviously, we got to go. Loyal we were on it before. We were leaning that way before. I, 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 I We were a little torn. because I, I think... have an updated line. Loyal Chicago is already up to five and a half. Wow. I mean, this I'm, could be a Diddy spot, George but I don't, I don't know George how often Diddy goes into college hoops. I don't know how often Diddy visits college hoops. Stonks, it, it's more of an NBA up. thing. I, I also don't like that uh, Sister Jean is getting like two points on the public. Yeah. So, oh, my, so she, she moves so, the so, line. Yeah. So my, line. so minus anything that you're seeing, minus it by two. Two. The Sister Jean factor. I don't I mean, care about heaven on this. Way. I've confirmed that Sister Jean is vaccinated and she will be in attendance. Cameron Crutwig looks like Private Pile. <laughs> I'm just saying, Sister Jean is two points, so minus it by two. So, so, so it's seven and a half now, or three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. Three and a half. You know what? I made. I made Sister Jean on cameo. I made points bet oil in Chicago now. Guns, uh, put your put your guns back in your pants. <laughs> oh, look at five twelve. Another five twelve. Do, do we get the upset? I said no, and I hope I convinced you. Yes, so we're we're on Tennessee. I think Oregon State is a hot team. Obviously, it's the George. Oregon. This is the Georgetown factor here. I think they. Yeah, they I think early. they're going to run out of gas, and we kind of discussed this before the show. Yeah, um, we like the Volunteers, but I could see Oregon State winning. I don't think it really matters who wins that game. I think obviously Oklahoma State's going to advance. So um, got, sorry, real quick, can you just run down your region? Uh, I missed it because we've had a few jokes. Yes, that. sorry, uh, sorry. Illinois, we have Illinois, Loyola, Loyola Chicago. Chicago. Okay, Tennessee. Tennessee. Okay, sorry. Rocky We're, Top, SEC. I couldn't couldn't pick against SEC with you. No, show. I mean, no, it's just not going to happen. No, um, we have Oklahoma State, Liberty. Liberty's a good team. I just don't. I think Oklahoma State's a good matchup for them. I don't think. Um, and Bevo, maybe you can talk to this a little bit more. You're going to be more familiar with Liberty. But I think I, the seven and a half line is a little bit scary. Um, I think if it opened Oklahoma, at nine and a half. If Oklahoma State wants to run them off the court, they will. Liberty lacks um, real offensive power this year. I think that if Oklahoma State plays to their game and they speed it up, they'll be fine. Yeah. If Oklahoma State slows it down, they play right into Liberty's game. My and guess is that Oklahoma State's going to treat this like they treated Baylor and just run the hell out of the thing and just try Here's to... Here's the thing, though. you you got to think about Oklahoma State's last couple games. They've all been high-intensity, high-level yeah. championship games. Yeah. Liberty doesn't bring that same intensity, which worries me a little bit. Yeah, but the tournament does. And it's, this, team, it does. It does. this team wasn't even really expected to be in the tournament before the season. Um, they think, were a bubble team. I think Liberty will keep this very close at halftime. You'll be sweating yeah. your ass off at halftime. Oh, I, I, I'm, I'm expecting to be, um, but I could also see it being a blowout. If, if Oklahoma well. State plays their game, if not, not even necessarily just Cade taking over. If yeah. they let the Boons do what they do, if they let Avery Anderson run yeah. the show, um, I think they'll be fine. I don't see them any issues advancing. Cover-wise – Iffy. I think that's a very tough game, which is why I didn't even bet it. I think it's a very tough game to actually cast. Best scenario for Oklahoma State is to have a close game in this one and maybe sneak by and have a little bit of a scare early on and then carry that, you know, get the juices flowing into that next game, get to the Sweet 16, and next thing you know, you're an underdog. I I will say say this. The last 10 minutes within like a one-two possession game. Yep. I could see it happening. I will say this: the last time Oklahoma State was a four seed, they went to the Final Four. 
What what year were they? Where um, is that big country? No, no what, that was ninety five. Oh, right. Florida uh, trounced them. Was that like two thousand? Yeah. Yeah, the big Florida are, national are, championship they, teams. They that was yeah. Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan, yeah. good guy. That was when Doug Gottlieb was the point guard for Oklahoma that State. That would have been like 97. No, Gottlieb was the point guard in like, I want to say like 99, 2000. Yeah, maybe. Maybe you're right. I can't remember. But I remember um, Florida. That was when Mike Miller played for Florida. Yeah, that's a long time ago. That's 2000 then. All right, so um, next we have San Diego State, Syracuse. That's a tough fucking I really wanted to bet Syracuse. I think I might bet Syracuse. But that's in like San the Diego five, State the four wins. to five point range, right? I think San Diego State wins. Uh, three, points. three points. San Diego State minus three. Um, I have it as a San Diego State's lack of shooting versus the zone is a little bit scary, but I think they have enough to get by. Um, I think Syracuse is kind of a Jekyll and Hyde type of team. Um, San Diego State's athletic, um, which I think helps them. And I think they're going to be able to rebound versus that zone, which is key. Um, so that's why I picked San Diego State. And also my partner in crime, the odds fellow, was, was big on them as well. So we agreed on that. The next one is West Virginia, Moorhead State. This was an easy one for me, West Virginia. Um, we talked earlier about West Virginia. So um, I, I said they were pretenders and you guys really like them. So you'll, we'll see if you guys agree with my bracket. Buggy bear. Um, Clemson, Rutgers. Clemson, Rutgers. We're on Rutgers. We're on the home. We're on uh, – we're on Rutgers. We really like Rutgers in this one. Yeah. Chop uh, down, chop down, chop down, or chop up. Chop up, chop up. I think, I think, I think Rutgers is a sneaky good team. Yeah. Um, and I could see them beating Houston in the next round because they're beating Cleveland State. This is one Although, where I really like the ACC Big Ten discrepancy just in, in terms of some of the conference play. Cleveland State might be a sneaky uh, a sneaky bet, uh, but not a win, outright winner. I don't know what that line is. Houston's a good team, though. It's 20 and a half. That's a lot of points to cover. And Cleveland State, when they get in, they usually win. As somebody who's bet Cleveland State a lot this year, Houston will win, obviously. Yeah. But um, How's this matchup play? It, it's not a good matchup for Cleveland State. No. It's probably yeah. the worst matchup they could have gotten as a 15 seed. Really? Um, I'm personally just not going to bet the game because I like – Cleveland State's been a cash cow for me this year. Houston wins. But um, if you were to bet the game – I don't know if you guys have seen Houston lately. They're just kicking teams' asses. Like I, yeah, just, they are. I have a hard time taking Houston seriously. Um, partly because they're very like, well coached. I don't Kelvin like Sampson. I don't like Kelvin Sampson or his his son. I, I played against his son in AAU ball growing up. Oh, they're and, assholes. Uh, he's an he's an asshole, and so I just don't like them as people. But I did pick Houston to beat Rutgers. In I would that matchup, too. Yeah. Um, I think it's a very good team. Going, going backwards? I'm going, back I'm, going, I'm going snake draft style. So we're going uh, West Virginia, San Diego State. Um, I have West Virginia winning that. We I think that. West Virginia. Game in How fun of a defensive game would that have been? Yeah. Yeah. This this West Virginia team is, is good defensively, but they're not the they're not the full court press. They're not press Virginia. They're they're more of a matchup. Uh, kind of they play a lot like Oklahoma State on the, the defensive side, which makes them versus Oklahoma State such great games. And you guys have seen those in the past. As Bevo pours a new drink, I, Bullet. Approve, I Bullet, approve of baby. that. Um, all right, we have Oklahoma State, Tennessee. I have Oklahoma State. Homer. Um, Homer pick. Uh, I think I think this matches, this bracket works out well for Oklahoma State getting to the Sweet 16. Yeah. 
I think they match up well with Liberty and Tennessee. Um, not saying they're going to blow anybody out, but I do see them advancing. Um, and then Illinois, Loyola, Chicago. I have Illinois advancing. Um, I don't think Loyola Chicago has enough magic and sister genes uh, undercarriage to get that done. That game's a terrible matchup for uh, Loyola <laughs> because their best players, Cameron Crow, <laughs> and Kobe Cochran's going through. Yeah, down low, it's going to be a little bit of a match. Such a difficult uh, guy to defend. I, I, so I this, is, this is compliance, and uh, we are not allowed to say that pun, but this is a child uh, children podcast, mm-hmm. so keep it going. Pun, I'm going to tell yes, you sir. right now, I know how much we've feuded about Oklahoma State, but the next matchup you're about to have, I looked at for a solid 30 minutes. I would All say right. of the top let's three start, games, Let's start there. Let, 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 let me tell you what I'm going to pick, and then you can tell me what you think. All right. Okay. okay. So I've got Illinois. I think this is why I call it the emotional hedge bracket, because I will obviously be rooting for Illinois to lose every game before this. <laughs> Get them out of the uh, way, right? <laughs> but they're a bad matchup for Oklahoma State. Oklahoma State has a hard time with 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 physical big guy, physical skilled big guys. And I think Coke Bird isn't necessarily a skilled big guy, but he's physical. Um, I think and, and you think it's a good matchup for them? I, I just think I I, I, every, every time they face anybody with some mass down low, they have issues. I think the Boone brothers- Because they get in foul play. trouble. They get in foul trouble. And then- and I then think they're, they're gonna screwed. get Coke Bird in foul trouble too though. So, you know, I like what you're saying. This is why, also why it's called the emotional hedge bracket. But I just, I think Illinois' freshman point guard, what's his name? Um, Cabello? Cabello. His face is just too big. So he's got a big face. And so I take that into account. I take that into account as well. And Oklahoma State is low on big face guys. I'm I'm telling you, and and I know you want to see it too, we need to see down the stretch, Io guarding Cade, Cade guarding Io. Yep. Oh yeah, we we definitely will. Yeah, I want Cade on full display here. We need to see Underwood. I want a couple games. We need to see Underwood versus former team Oklahoma State. He was there for a year. He bailed on them for the Illinois job, and this is a revenge game for Oklahoma State as well. I thought he he didn't go right from Sam or from uh, no he's OSU for a year. That'll be a must see Sweet Sixteen by the way. That that would be a defensive so good. That'll be a Cade and Io. Forget it. There were three games that I stared at the longest, and I'm going to tell you those three games. Well, one was Loyola Georgia Tech. It's not anymore. The other, or the other two, Texas Alabama stared at that for a while, mm-hmm. and I stared at Oklahoma State Illinois for a while because I know Oklahoma State is the worst matchup for Illinois. I think that that's yeah. just not the matchup they want to see as a four, which is why Oklahoma State is the top four. In my opinion, they're the top four. And remember, I told you in the, I told you in our chat. Yeah. I said about, yeah. they're about four. They're about a four. Um, yeah. no, you were right. You were right. And I think they're 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 a tough out. They they could they could lose the first game or they could go to the final four. It's just you so figure weird. they they're gonna have the best player on the floor, right? Which always helps. Dude, yeah. I, I'm telling you, Andre Curbelo is not to be messed with. He I told is a you. dog. He's a freshman. He's a he was like a like a low four star recruit from Brooklyn. He's a big face freshman. He's a big face freshman. That's the tough. So the emotional know, hedge. The emotional hedge is complete. And then we that have West. Come, that game will be must see TV. Either way, we have West. We have West Virginia, Houston next, and I have uh, West Virginia winning that game. Me too. I gave you guys crap about West Virginia earlier, um, but I. 
I like West Virginia in these matchups. I think if you put them in a different bracket, they may not be an elite eight team, but I don't buy Houston. I just don't buy Houston. They don't play anybody all year. The American is not, the American is not great. The big 12 is tough. It's like the big 10 less, less six teams, right? Cause it's 10 versus 16 in that lead in those two leagues. So West Virginia, Illinois will be another marquee matchup. And that's almost like a rematch for Illinois. Um, yeah. It's like they have to run it right back. Right? They have to run it right back versus another really tough big 12 team. Yeah. But Underwood, Underwood knows how to beat these teams. This is Underwood knows how to, he knows how to win the tournament. He knows how to motivate. He knows how to coach defense. And so I have Illinois in the final four. So book it. West Virginia. That's three so, one seeds and then uh, Florida State. So Zaga, Baylor, Florida State, Illinois. Yep. So now. Yep. Now we got to break it down, and we lost. We lost Lockbet, so he's not here to defend his Baylor pick. I'm gonna make a note. That is my actual final. Four. Is it? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Yep. That's awesome. It's funny the way that plays out. So I had Gonzaga, so- Baylor, Florida State, and I think people are sleeping on Houston. I've yeah. watched a lot of Houston. Do you basketball. have Houston beating Illinois, or do you have it shaken out some other? I have way? Houston beating Illinois. Illinois. Yeah. So pretty close. I just think. Depth-wise, I mean, with Houston, if you can, if you're able to contest their shots and actually stop them, then then you're fine. But if you're running a Houston-type game and they and they're running up and down the floor, that though that they can make shots, mm-hmm. they can make a lot of shots, and they're big and they're tall. And I think from a height standpoint, I just think they can play a little bit better than Illinois in that spot. And I've always seen, you always watch these Houston teams get to like the Elite Eight and and kind of peter out so i know samson is able to get a team that far he just he's not been able to get over to the hump i think amazing coach yeah and i think i think Uh, this is one of his better teams this this is a tough bracket too guys there's oklahoma state west virginia houston illinois that's a tough one through four it really is I, i think west virginia i mean i know i've been like on the record saying i'm high on west virginia um, I, I really do think that they have Final Four capability, and I know I gave gunship for that, but I, I really do. Think, me, me, I, me, I think me. they have Final Four capability. I really do. If uh, if the thing is, they need everyone to be on. They need mm-hmm. Colbert to not to not be in foul trouble. They need McBride to be. They on have the team. to they hit threes. They have to hit threes. They have to hit threes. Um, Which is not a Bob Huggins. Yeah, they don't rebound at all. There's no offensive rebounds at all. They don't, even, they don't even. They don't Culver even. They don't even try it off. Right. So if he's not, yeah, if, yeah. And Culver was sick. So Culver was sick in the game versus Oklahoma State, and that was a major factor in that Big Twelve tournament game because he, he was like a. Three, great, but... but he was a three or four, three or four times down the court, and he was exhausted. You could tell he wasn't well, um, and he's a big part of that team because he is their only, really only big man that has any skill whatsoever. Tournaments are all about the guards. You got a, an elite guard quorum, that's going to carry you a lot further than having that good big man. Which why I like. Oklahoma Not to State, say that but... Illinois doesn't have good guards. I just think that's why I had Houston over there. When I watch them play, they just look fast. They hit shots. They yeah, score I mean, quick. I yeah, I can't argue that. I just, I, I just don't trust Houston, and I'd really I, don't trust I would West love like, if, you, if you could make a perfect team. I would obviously love. 
to have a team that can hit threes Mm -hmm. and get offensive rebounds. But I'm not sure if we have a unanimous team out there right now who destroy the offensive rebound. Maybe Gonzaga. Bob, do you know who you just described? Gonzaga. Gonzaga? Well, Gonzaga, but yes. Baylor. On an opposite note, who's who's a sexy pick to be upset in the first round? Craig. Creighton hits threes yeah. when they're on, they're fucking on. They're really yeah. good. Yeah, you're right. I love yeah. that guy with the uh, with the the rec specs on Creighton. That, that guy's that the guy's man. The man. All right, boys. Let's get. We're down to the wire here. We have our final four of Gonzaga, Florida State, Baylor, Illinois. We're going consensus. Consensus is that the way you say that word? Consensus. That's a difficult one. Um, all right, Gonzaga versus Western Florida Kentucky State. just won by two, so I I lose, but Lockbets win. Oh, so sorry. How the oh, hell did they, they, they won by two? Yeah, it's a cover. Let's go. It's a win. It's a win for us. It's a win for us. But my live bet did not cook. <laughs> how did they? How did they lose that lead? All right. Anyway, basketball. Mark right, Madison Gonz- here, boys. Gonzaga, Florida State. I, I, any any Florida State takers? Oh, I really want to. Oh, wait, first Gonzaga. But you can't. Yeah, but you can't. All right, so we got Gonzaga in the championship. That's unanimous, yep. That's unanimous. Baylor, Illinois. This will be a bloodbath. <laughs> I had Baylor. I mean, Baylor, Illinois was going to have to just run through the Big 12, it looks like, right? <laughs> I'm with Locks. I got to take Baylor. I am on Baylor. I'm on Baylor as well. Give us Ow. a chop. All right. I'm going to go on record. Uh, Illinois. I'm fading the public. Oh, here we go. Ooh, here we go. Okay. Contrarian. Gonzaga versus Baylor. No Joey McPubs over here. This is the matchup everybody wanted to see that got canceled from COVID earlier in the season. Let's get it on April 5th. Let's go around the, around the horn here. Bevo. Who do you got? Gonzaga, 80-76. And a score. Wow. Yeah. Sharp. Guns picks. It's always that thing where Gonzaga can get you far. It can't get you to the promised land. This is the best Gonzaga team I've ever seen. They got the They got all the elements, and they added the transfer from Florida. I hate to say it. I know I've been – crapping on Gonzaga all year, but I think Gonzaga wins a close 175-73. Ooh, Gonzaga 75 Lock Betts is going off camera to prepare himself. <laughs> Lock Betts is and I want to I want to preface this may change as we get closer. <laughs> <laughs> right now I, I, I just wanted to make sure days, yeah. I wanted to make sure I found the the um tie the that I posted already. Nice. All right. Lock bets. You're up. Gonzaga versus Baylor National Championship, April 5th. One shining moment. Big 12, West Coast Conference. What do you got? I got Gonzaga winning 72-68 versus Baylor. Close. Ooh. Mr. Uh, Oddsfella, do you have a different choice? Are you going to fade the public again? I I, I might need to. I was going to pick the Zags. I I can't do it. I can't do it. Yeah. I I, I think this team's team's too. I mean, I've watched them play. They've been on. You could argue about the competition, but like the way they move the ball, the way they get up and down the floor, 
Like it's just a it's just a different breed. Sure, like, it feels like their year. Right? Sure, yeah. it feels like their year. Um, I agree with Gonzaga. I have a plus nine hundred from preseason, a preseason a future on them. Yeah, um, was this discussed I, on the dad bod before the intern came around? Yeah, I believe so. I, I, was. I, I you know, we we we've done so many shows. It's hard for me to remember, but. I think what put put them over the edge for me with Gonzaga is watching them play Illinois in like December or whatever. I mean, not Illinois, I'm sorry, Iowa. Iowa, Iowa. And uh, and Iowa was like this, you know, hot team and everybody loved them with Luka Garza. And then Gonzaga just went and just desecrated them and made them look like a silly, mediocre, you know, Mm mid-major. So, I, I mean, for me at that point, I was like, man, this team's tough to beat. Then they went, you know, into their conference and then they kind of disappeared. Dude, I mean, I, I think I think if you really look at how they performed against BYU, uh, they were down almost twenty when BYU was shooting out of their mind. Yeah. It was like, oh, it was like unbelievable. And they didn't. And they still came they back. Didn't, and yeah, they didn't. Panic. Double digits. It's I was like, gonna say it wasn't even just winning. They didn't just like come back and win by one, two, three points. They they ended up winning by like ten or twelve points, didn't they? It, it, it seemed like BYU weathered the storm. Like yeah. they Gonzaga got within one. BYU pulled again by seven again, and then Gonzaga just came back with another storm. So it shows even when a team's shooting 70 percent, they can come back and like just do just that. Yeah. I'm telling you, I've watched college basketball since I was a young buck, a little kid. And for you guys, it's like, I don't know, like 2000. I've watched, I, I watched it for a long while. This is the best team I have seen since 2015 Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Except this year, they have the leadership. Kentucky mm-hmm. that year didn't have the leadership. They ran into a Wisconsin team that had a shit ton of seniority. Uh, this Gonzaga team is probably... I would say not talent-wise, because I think the Kentucky team is a little bit better, but talent-wise, probably the second best team I've ever they're, seen. And this Gonzaga team's more of a team. And this is yeah. they have a super easy draw to the Final Four as well. I mean, sure. they're they're not going they're to have overall number one, right? Thank you, yep. thank you guys for assigning me that one. It was really yeah. Good. <laughs> yeah, that's the easiest region for them, not the easiest region for the rest of the picks, though. So, um, boys, it was fun. I appreciate all of your time. We will get this out tomorrow and I will get the bracket on Twitter and everybody can follow along with us and see how you know good we are. Maybe we have where, where can these guys find you on Twitter? We'll start with uh, guns picks. I know you're going to have plenty of picks out for the tournament. So make sure you guys follow all these guys and, and get these picks nice and early. I'm not only going to have picks. I want to be dancing. It is the big mm-hmm. dance. So my dicks are going to, my dances are going to be major. Oh, your dicks or your dances? My dance. Well, I might be doing a little wiggle dicking too. But Ooh, a little helicopter refacing is going to be on point, and there's going to be plenty of competitions that I'm in. So just following me along on guns picks, and hopefully we have a profitable March Madness. Yes, sir. Glad yes, you guys sir. Have me on. All right, Bebo, Mister Bebo. Uh, yeah, man. Uh, as always, guys can follow me on Brian Bevo 10. Uh, and yeah, man, just kind of piggyback off of guns. Um, regardless of what our picks were, obviously, I feel we're all going to profit in this March band. It's one of the favorite betting times of the year. Um, I look forward to facing guns in the second round of a competition that we're gonna preview when there's gonna be chirping. Oh, no, we're, we're both gonna get there. We're both gonna, oh, get, we're gonna there. get there for sure. We're both gonna, gonna beat that guy up. So um, I look forward to that. But no, man, uh, I appreciate you guys. Uh, pun. Clip that. 
No, I, uh, I really, I really do appreciate you guys. Um, yes, sir. We appreciate you guys coming on. Two hours to do this podcast. Yeah, and the lock bets. And, and then uh, my ass fell asleep about an hour ago. The intern, the intern lock bets. You can find him. Yeah, on the guys. Show, obviously, uh, but where else? Listen. Um, uh, first off, as the intern, I think I'm allowed to thank the guest, Bevo Guns. As always, unbelievable. I've been waiting to have a one-on-one with Bevo, and I think the viewers and the listeners got what they deserve. Villanova's going down. And unfortunately, Bevo's going to have to have a little cry about that. Um, hey, let's, no, hey, let's say, hey, lock, hey, if, lock, if, lock Villanova, if Villanova goes down, Bevo has to chunk his seltzer. Wait, hold on. No. Yo, bet. Okay, okay, okay. If Winthrop wins, I have to do a chug. If Villanova. A seltzer. Seltzer. I, I have to do a, I I have a, I have to do a Coke I and, buy a uh, and uh, Bullet. A Coke and Bullet offset. I like that. I got okay, you back on the show. The we'll have okay, you back. So, so let's put it in stone. If Villanova wins, Locke has to do a Bullet and Coke. If uh, Villanova loses, I have to do a seltzer. Correct. Yep. Deal. Chug. Deal. Chug. Chug. Chuck, I'm in. I'm in. Uh, right. Pinky promise. Uh, lock <laughs> underscore bets. Always cook. Always cash. Um, just really thankful for you guys. Ant, pun, great job today. Thanks, guys. Appreciate your time. That's our show. I'm Punisher Picks. What a great episode. That is the awesome. This was awesome. Wow. God damn this marathon. It was freaking great. Cheers Let's all. celebrate St. Patrick's Day the only way we know. Oh, here we we go. will see you all next time. Cheers. All right, cheers.